Dance Morning Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo. I've been 50 for two weeks. I've had cataract surgery and I passed a stone. This is not going well. You're kicking ass. I'm crushing wow. 50. Two weeks ago today, I turned to 5 Yeah, Cataract surgery the next Wednesday. I wake up yesterday in a cold sweat. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Horrible fever, like I, like deadly, and I'm like, great, I've got this stupid new COVID, and I'm gonna have, you know, I gotta sit out in this stupid baby cold. Went out back in your backyard and just zero escaped your backyard yep. with some stone. <laughs> just just started peppering it, <laughs> and I got up and I peed, and I didn't feel anything. I just felt like the fever went away the second I laid back down. I'm like, I wonder what, what I wonder what's going on here. Whatever, you remove the toxins. I guess, so it fell out of me through my gigantic urethra, and all hail the big urethra. Because then I was just fine. And my apologies to uh, yesterday for uh, not, not showing up to work. It was silly, but nothing worse than waking up in a puddle of your own sweat. Like, you had what good reasons. It on? wasn't like you, I need a personal day. You no, know, I didn't. That's I have personal issues. I'm in a struggle. I couldn't, I don't know if even, you know, and I've, I've had. Not even that. That's, yeah. you know, it's just like, you know what? I just. Yeah. I, oh, no, no. You're saying like what women do. You're trying yeah, to, you're trying to tap this, right? Yeah. 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 The, the, the ones where my uh, ex-wife used to say that I need a personal day. I'm like, are you sick? No. You're taking a vacation day? No. What is that? What is that thing you're talking about? A day where I just don't go to work. A vacation day. No, no, no. It's different. I'm like, wow, we've got those. Mm-hmm. That's, that never happened till. Women were, and I love that they brought that to the party. I just don't think, even with, you know, a history of like the panic attacks and things like that, I don't think I could ever call and go, it's personal. It just makes everybody question what the hell's going on in your world. Yeah, did someone die in your family? No, no. no. Nope, I just, just personal day. I'm having a personal day. Well, isn't every day personal? Right, just make something up. That's all I'm asking. Lie. Make something up. If you're having a weird personal day, tell me that, uh, you know, you poop blood. And you're going to go get that checked out. I'm not going to ask any questions. Tell them, tell me your period. Your period's out Take of control. Take all the time you want. Yeah, right. Because you're going <laughs> to you're going to get more than one personal day if you tell your boss you're pooping blood. And then you come back and everything's fine. Nobody's ever going to ask. Just lie about it. Personal days make everybody start to gossip at the office. Like, oh my god, did you hear he took a personal day? What's going on? If I told you and Brett didn't show up yesterday, his butt's bleeding. He'd be like, ugh, no more. All right, keep him out of here for a couple of days. <laughs> Is it contagious? That's the first thing I'm thinking. But no. Piss a stone. Heck, I gave you a good story. You have a personal day to say, I don't know. I, I think I had a, a kidney stone. I turned 52 weeks ago. I've had cataracts, and now I pee rocks. I think I've had two stones in my life. I think it's happened. Like about five years ago, I had a whole Labor Day where I laid on the couch sweating the entire time, and my pee was coffee brown. 
It was oh, weird. I could have used your giant urethra a couple of times. You've had, yeah, you've had a Crazy. couple of, I've witnessed one where you tried to just get through the day and it was like watching somebody constantly being beaten. Jesus had an easier walk than you did that day down the hall. It was like rough to watch. And then you had, you know, you'd go to the doctor. They showed like an amateur in the the ER because the other guy that got ahead of me. Like I always pretend you're sicker than you are. He's a pro. Yep, he's he's got the Holmberg method of just throw it out there. If you're going to go to the ER, get your money's worth. Do not sit passively in that room with all those uh, people from another country with the flu. You're going to catch their thing. It's going to get worse. Play it up, man. Bite off a finger. Do something if you have to. You're getting in that room. Flail around on the ground. Fake it till you get in a room and you get a space. They'll take you immediately. They don't want somebody flopping around in their waiting room. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I've watched you do it. But yeah, the the stone thing is weird because I've that was the the three and a half day one that I had, and I I couldn't stop. It was the worst pain ever. And then it was over, like a second later. And I watched that Seinfeld where Kramer has the stone. And he just and he's in the bathroom at the uh, circus or whatever, and you just hear this horrible scream, and he comes out and he's fine. So I'm like, is that how it works? It's exactly it how does. it works. It's exactly what happens. If in fact that's what I've had, so yeah, coffee brown pee, laying on the couch. It felt like I had to pee like a hundred times a day. Yep. What are they from? Uh, soda, a lot of that. Really. But suppose and also her. Uh, it can be anything hereditary. from calcium. Yeah. Um, Medicines will pro- do it. Protein based. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of protein in your diet, you'll do it, and all that kind of. I don't know. I had a guy email me and say that he can't have soda. He 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 loves the wilderness athlete stuff, but right. it's the protein. He can't have any of it. So he tries to get, and he said it gave me stone so bad. I'm like, how old are you? Like 28. Like you get stone, and you go, oh, I'm, it's part of my life. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. So yeah, that's a, it. Was a fun way to wake up, but I hope that's not a thing that going forward I've got to be careful. Right. If I eat too much salt, I pee rocks. All right, I'm just going to climb in the box here, and you nail it shut. I'm done. Preheat the oven to 1,850 degrees and push me through it. Can't have that. Salt salt makes me it pits pretty bad. If, I, if salt starts winning the war on my my life, it's time to check out. That and uh, stones and a uh, couple of people I know that have gout. Oh, my mom had gout. My once. dad had it once. <laughs> my buddy Craig, who's uh, Craig, was uh, in his late twenties. Went to Vegas for a weekend, and they and it was a bachelor party. And his, he's like, "We're doing nothing but steak and red wine this weekend, boys." And that's all they did. And they drank bottle after bottle of red wine and steak. And he thought he broke his leg on the plane coming back. It was gout, oh. and it it swelled his foot up to the yeah. point where it, he thought the bones were breaking. It's gonna split like a ballpark, Frank. Yeah. Oh, it's there's nothing fun about that. Ah, the body. How it betrays good us. Times. How it betrays us so regularly. How we're so good to it. How often you'll pee and just go, oh God, that hurts. What's? And then you think to yourself, who's the last whore? It's been twenty years since <laughs> I last whore. You can't, and then you're on the WebMD going, can whores resurface in two decades? And you'll always find that one article. Whores sometimes resurface in two decades. God damn it, they do it. But then you're fine, and you're like, ah, I was just paranoid. My stomach hurt for a little bit. I think I've got every disease in the planet. I got a, a, a little tiny knot on the back of my shoulder that's been there a little bit. And I was reading about Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> This is a God's honest truth yesterday because I had nothing but time on my hands. I've had this weird knot right here. It's getting a little bigger. 
This is this one. And that's on the one okay. that that needs to be. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, the yeah. shoulder needs to be worked on, but it's it has it's not it's not in there. It's painless. Can we move it? But around? it's a lump. But it's a lump. This is by the way. This part of the show will be played at my funeral. This is how I feel right now. So I'm rolling around yesterday looking at photos of Olivia Newton-John, and I happen to stumble across photos of her daughter. Now Olivia Newton-John's battle with breast cancer has been thirty plus years, right? Yeah. And that that battle with breast cancer for thirty years has been her crusade. She got if you see her daughter, this daughter of hers has decided to put in massive reinforcements for her breasts. Like they're huge. And it's almost like uh, mean to her mom to have the and, she, and her daughter is ridiculously put together. And her face is a little strange, but the boobs are massive. So I'm reading about Olivia Newton John, I'm getting all the stuff and her the first bout with the breast cancer in like nineteen ninety one and then they found it again after she got into a car accident. And how did they find it? And I am, no joke, feeling the little lump on the back of my shoulder while I read this. Uh, they found it in her shoulder in a painless tumor that grew on her shoulder. Oh, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. That daughter of hers can't stop wow. flashing these humongous cans. Right there. And she always has them out. Brett's going through the photos right here. Look at that. I mean, every time she's with Olivia, it's like, Mom, look at my humongous look healthy I cans. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo just go to the window. Yeah. Toledo's in his room behind us, staring through the window like, like a, a creeper. Like a ricochet. But I mean, these things are absurd. So, yeah, they found her second bout with cancer as a, as a, an, a fatty tumor in her shoulder after a car accident. And I'm like, well, there it is. I got that. So then I started to look up, you know. Shoulder cancer. It's a thing. You're going to get whatever on WebMD. I know. You're screwed. You can't go to it. I have it. So now all I can think about is, does it hurt? Is this actually pain? I. Oh, Ski Mask just dropped her Starbucks. Oh, oh God. damn it. I didn't spill. She got it. She picked her right back up. Poor kid. Anyway, Ski Mask is on time again. I, I haven't even had time to get the song ready. This is don't even Don't even worry about it. But yeah, so anyway, if uh, oh, and if you haven't heard, I don't know if he's if he's around or not. We should probably I'm break sure the can. news to everybody that is he is he here? I'm sure, yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Oh. oh my God, you guys, Jimmy! I heard you talking about it in the Hall. Jimmy Fallon here from the Tonight Show, NBC's Password. That's my day. <laughs> Get all the shows on NBC; they're all mine. I have everything. It's all for me. A very special episode of New Blossom. I play oh. Blossom. Can't wait for it. My God, it's amazing. You do everything. Living in John is dead. Like John was saying. What happened? 9-11. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was like, what happened to Olivia Newton? john Okay. Well, uh, she died. She didn't, she's not breathing anymore. Her. She ceases to be ready. That's it. That's, that's what happened. That's my jam's going to have that's a lot of grease, too. That's my jam. It's going to do nothing but grease night for Living in john She's the one that I want. It's coming up. Oh, Sandy. Who's joining you on it? Well, of course, we have Blake Shelton. <laughs> he's going to be out there. John Travolta's going to pop by, and he's going to redo some of it with Ariana Grande. She's going to put a blonde wig on and play the part of a very healthy Olivia Newton-John, not the current version. And, of course, we're going to do all of Grease. We're going to drag out Jeff Conaway if he's still alive. I'm pretty sure he isn't. But we'll try to find him. We'll we're going to get physical. We're going to get physical tonight, and that's my jam. Well, I mean, Olivia's not, but we're gonna, and it's gonna be unbelievable. We might get physical around the idea of her. It's such a huge crush on Olivia. Joe's such an amazing girl. So, what, what a woman. 
And the reason I loved her so much is because I've been trying to f*** my daughter for the last 15 years. She's amazing. <laughs> is that working out? No. Mainly because I'm married and I'm an alcoholic. Okay, I gotta go. Let's tip one to her. Song, everybody. All right, Jimmy breaking that news that you already knew about Olivia. If you hadn't heard yet, Olivia passed away yesterday, 73. And boy, you want to talk about when I knew. See, this is what Olivia Newton-John might be my argument for people who think being gay is a choice. I knew at age five something about that Olivia Newton-John was special. In the in the grease pants oh, and the leather jacket. Yeah, here's and the thing that society did with Olivia Newton John. They they took a five year old boy. I was actually four. They took a four and five year old boy who said, "Oh, the perfect woman sometimes looks like a Puritan and sometimes looks like a whore, but can pull both off in the proper setting." That's the perfect woman. I had life figured out at five. Figured out. And then as time went on, you're told, don't ever, ever deal with a whore. She's a whore. I'm like, no, you have to deal with whores sometimes. You have to understand that your perfect mate has to have whore tendencies sometimes to be a perfect mate. Correct? She's, a, she's a, a beautiful, puritanical, perfect person in public with your friends and at dinners and everything else. And a whore in the bedroom. That's what every guy wants deep down. Ron, and the bad boy is dream. really soft, right? Caring, he's caring, and then deep down, he's got some stuff. Well, you, you never know when you're going to lose me, baby. That guy, <laughs> he's just doing it in front of his yeah, buddies, right? But she represented the perfect woman. She's everything you've always wanted, as far as purity and beauty, and like uh, you know, she's reserved. She looks the part. She's coy. <laughs> But in the proper setting, she'll throw the leather on and let you know, watch this. I can also be your whore. It's the perfect woman. That's what Greece is about. And she did it in the right sense. She learned the skills first, the very important right. scores, because then you can learn the other one and go a long way. She just didn't know that was okay. She had those skills. She didn't have to learn much. They basically said, look, you got to throw this out there. If you're interested in landing a man... You can't constantly play the part of the Puritan. No guy wants to teach a girl everything. He wants to know deep down she's got a wild side. Greece, the whole movie of Greece is all about so the transformation. What you're of saying is the pink jobs. ladies actually helped her get it out. It's there. The pink ladies are like every girl's a whore. We you, oh, they had that whole song. Look at me, yeah. I'm saying she's fake. We know you're a whore. That's all Greece is about. We know you're a whore. Show it to us and quit being a phony. No, I'm not. I'm a virginal. No, you're not. Knock it off. And the whole movie is just basically knock it off, Olivia. Put the pants on and go rub up against Travolta. He, he's, he can't have you because it would be a nightmare to try to unlock that mess. I didn't think that movie was that deep. I'm going to have to watch deep. it again. I mean, I Fred, just thought it was some twink show. No. I'm just out. <laughs> it's not some twink musical. It's the transformation of a girl into the whore everybody wants. Yeah. At the, right. the movie, she, is, is, at the end of the movie, that at the end of the movie, is it a happy ending? Oh yeah, the whore gets her man. That's what it took to get the guy. You got to be a whore. That, and then, by the way, deep. I know. Wow, that, you never watched Grease? Well, I did, but like a you were all into years the cars. Ago. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. This whole thing is about the transformation. Especially at the end, that flying car. Oh, yeah, you would know you that. Yeah. The message of Grease is: if you want every everybody to just breathe out. And be comfortable. You can't be sandy all the time. You got to be sandy. 
<laughs> you got to throw whore pants on now and again, ladies. That's the message of the movie Grease. The whole thing. Whore pants. That's it. Man, if you try to wander around and act like you're perfect and, you know, you're virginal, everybody's going to see through it and go, oh, she's probably got her piece. You're not going to land anybody. She's desperate to land a man. She's hiding something. Everybody wants the, the good girl outwardly and the bad girl at home. And I had that figured out at age five. I knew at age five, there she is. And I had an Olivia Newton-John crush. I wanted to marry her. and She'd be Olivia Newton-John Holmberg, and that would have been great. And I never had the desire to have Elton John Holmberg be my husband. It never happened. But Olivia Newton-John at age five made me tingle and made me know, wow, that's she's the one that I want. She is the one I want. And I knew it. And then when people always say gay is a choice, I'm like, well, I knew the day like, I discovered I wasn't gay. And it wasn't a choice. It was like something happened. It was Olivia Newton-John. She was the originator of my, oh, wait a second, what's this? So, you know, for all those people that say, oh, gay people are this, that, and that, I'm like, no, that's the same thing that happens to them. I'm sure they looked at, uh, you know, a kid my age uh, would have looked at, uh, I don't know, Steve Austin from the $6 million man and gone, why in the world does that guy make my balls tingle? What is going on down? I didn't even know what this was down here. And Olivia Newton-John made something happen there. Made that, made that thing curve. Hey, I'm throwing a curve down in my pants here. I got a, I got a 12 to 6 breaking ball going on. You're right. I think the gay version of Greece would be a different movie altogether. Uh, no, no, because there's a ton of gay in Greece. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you'd try to get them back to be a little. You got to tone it down a little bit. Let's put you in Sandy's uh, sweater. And then you had the uh, Benny Mardonis factor of the host of the oh, American yeah. Bandstand, and yeah, he's, that dude. What the hell was did his some name? good grooming? It, was it Fountain or something? Uh, no, no, that was from. Uh, no, the Godfather, wasn't it? Yeah, Johnny Fontaine was yeah. the thing. But I think How he had a similar you. name, though. How dare I, you? I think Fontaine. I think he was I relative think it was, with Johnny I think it's Fontaine. Close. I think that might Hang be on, true. I'll, I'll find it. But yeah, that guy who's hosting like, uh, he was like the Wolfman Jack or Dick Clark, really, of going to school the to girls school. And he- then he'd bang the high school girls. <laughs> oh, there's everything in the world wrong with Greece. But it is Vince Fontaine. Vince Fontaine. It is all about. See, now, Brady, you might be gay because that's what you remember from Greece is the great Vince Fontaine, uh, high school girl trolling. But, yeah, we all had it figured out at an early age. We all sat back and watched Greece and go, oh, this girl's erotic journey from uh, Puritan to whore and how that benefits a woman in life. (laughs) Poor behavior gets you everything you've always wanted. Use that vagina as a weapon. That's what Grease is about. The whole movie. <laughs> you thought it was about car racing. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a Twinkie car movie. but uh... <laughs> He knew the power to of putting together a Grease Lightning. Right. Well, that was the thing for Brett. It was like, well, you can win cars this way. i got to get in with these guys. <laughs> well, basically, like, if you ever want anything important in your life, your vagina holds all the currency you'll ever need. You just have to know how to flaunt it in the proper fashion. That's what Greece is about. Don't get mad at me for uh, interpreting it properly. Just because you saw it as some sort of a high school musical. It is not. It it's is, a way of life. It is teaching women to weaponize their vaginas. That's it. It's all Greece has ever been about. It's all it ever will be about. You want to get me off on Top Gun and what that's about, too? I'll change your mind on that one. Karate Kid, look out now. We're talking about Olivia Newton-John and her tip of cap to her. Uh, she never really did any other good movies, did she? 
Xanadu, come on. Yeah, Xanadu was yeah, pretty mean. fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was pretty amazing. ELO. Some good jams out of there. Some, <laughs> Xanadu, basically, that was about it. And then, <laughs> there wasn't much coming out of Xanadu outside of that. There was the uh, Cliff Richard and uh, I forget a couple other songs I, on yeah. Xanadu that were hits, but they weren't good songs. And ELO have a bunch of songs in there? ELO they had did. a couple, yeah, but they weren't. Xanadu was the hit. Let's see here. With Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly was in that. And it still doesn't make any sense. Like you try to go back and have it as a fever dream, it doesn't make sense. It's just she weird. was in two of a kind as well. Another Travolta. Oh, Travolta yeah. and her tried again. That's right. But we already got our answers for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. America didn't need to know. We already knew. Oh, she's she's Travolta's whore at home. And then they put on a nice show for the neighbors. It's Gilbert. It's basically Gilbert. Look at all we do. I've got a nice car, my two kids, I'm a perfect mom. But in the bedroom, she's in whips and chains, and that's exactly what she wants. And that's why she doesn't have to work. That's why those Gilbert moms don't have jobs. It's because they know when to break out the whips and the chains. The second he comes home, he goes, honey, you got to start pulling your weight around here. Oh, all right, hang on a second. Let me go get my uh, that's edible underpants. That's how easy it is, ladies. That is. But <laughs> weaponizing it is not correct. Because no. then it's a hostage negotiation. When it's weaponized, it's used as a hostage ploy. And that is what Greece is about. For those of you doing the book report for your uh, school, <laughs> I would love – this is why it's good that I didn't have kids. Like, we are supposed to watch this stupid movie and do a report on it. Oh, let me help you with that. And then my little kid would stand in front of – And then it's the weaponization of the vagina that comes oh, – Who helped you with this, you silly bitch? It's about car races. Uh-uh. My dad says – Oh, your dad's an asshole. Make him stop helping you with homework. Top Gun's about a man struggle with homosexual. Oh, here we go again. Do they do movie reports in school? They should. Books are a waste yeah, of time. Sometimes, That's well, not the future. A lot of times they use a movie for lessons. Oh, sure. They yeah, have you got to watch those terrible movies yeah. in school. Really bad ones. Yeah. There was one we had to watch with James Earl Jones and some kid on an island. And uh, The K, I think it was called. Oh, I remember I that. Still don't know what yeah, that, that is. Terrible. I, I still don't know why we watched. It. I think that was supposed to be cultural, like we're supposed to learn about other places. I'd give you two cows for my daughter. And I'm like, what are we watching here? Why is this a thing? Turn Greece on. I'll teach you about Greece. There it is. Was it James Earl Jones? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he and this kid are shipwrecked with a cat. I don't know why we had to watch that. Oh no! The wow. one with the, the one with the cow trading was called Johnny Ringo or Johnny Lingo, and it was all about trading cows for people. Like, why are we watching this? The K is a weird one. The K is just a—I don't know what the lesson was. That one? That's it. Wow. <laughs> Only those are the—that's a new version. Oh, it is. Yeah, the one that I watched is uh, like the Legend of Johnny Lingo. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but he gets. Yeah, we have uh, to watch that one. It's an arranged marriage of some sort, where his dad had a dowry of cattle, and he's he's legendary. There's the original. Building self worth in others. That's what I guess it was to teach his self esteem through an island boy who traded a bunch of cows and got himself a lady. <laughs> yeah, we, we slept through most of those movies. Anyway. I didn't. I watched all of them. Yeah. Those are my favorite days. The K? I still... Oh, if you put a movie up... Even, I'd take a film strip over a class sometimes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Anytime the lights went out, I was happy. 
If the, if we well, if I walked into the I, I, me and about seventeen of the thirty kids per class when we'd come in and see that thing sitting in the middle of the room with the films, oh, yes, I didn't care if it was all about like we're going to remove tumors. Great, whatever it is, the lights are out, and that poor teacher has to wander through and make sure everybody's awake. I was always awake, but I was just entertained by the TV much more than I was by that teacher. The audiovisual medium will teach me much more than any person can. That's a fact. I've learned more from TV than ever uh, learned from a person. And now that I know how to seek it out, it's better. And that gave me my abilities to break down movies like Grease at an early age. But anyway, rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. You were my first cru- my first real amazing crush. It's amazing. At four or five years old? Yeah. Jeez. So I knew I was straight. I knew immediately. And it probably gave my dad some sort of happiness. That I'd have a curveball going and a pair of shorts at age four. And I was meaningless and couldn't see it, but I would, you know, hold it because I didn't know any different. I remember my dad just tell me that all the time. Don't touch it. Stop it. I'm like, why? Look, just stop it. Whatever's going on, knock it off. You're bringing attention to whatever's happening. Okay. So I couldn't watch Olivia Newton-John in front of him. He didn't help because he'd be like, that is a good-looking woman. The whole time the movie's going, God damn it. She is a, that is a handsome woman right there. All right. I get it. Except when uh, Stockyard No, oh, he hated that Stockyard movie. Channing. <laughs> he would sit through some of Greece until Stockard Channing showed up, and then he'd lose his mind. But Olivia was my first crush. And my second crush was Cheryl Ladd. And that Solid. was shortly thereafter. And you know who else was in the mix? Christy McNichol. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't under, yeah. And the, remember the – talk about horrible movies. Uh a camp one? Little, yeah, where Armand DeSante yeah. had sex with Tatum O'Neill. Little bitches. They were battling over them, were they? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, well, they were trying to, they went to, as girls going to camp, and uh, they were going to lose their virginity before camp was over. They had a bet who could do it first. And Christy McNichol. Uh, little darlings. Little, little darlings. darlings. Yeah. Christy McNichol chose uh, a camp goer of the, the boys' camp across the way, Matt Dillon, yep. of age and appropriate. And Tatum O'Neill chose the guy running the camp named Armand Asante. Who She's was, after the money. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she was she weaponizing was her vagina right. at an early age. And she came from money. That was the thing. She was the rich kid that was at the camp. And Christian right. McNichol was the city kid. The tomboy. The, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a man. Well, that's what she was. So yeah. She was properly cast. She was kind of the you know kid from the street, wrong side of the track. So she chose Matt Dillon, who was also kind of a kid. And Tatum O'Neill, who was high society, chose... The guy with some cash who happened to own the camp. And he bagged her. He nailed that kid. Good man. <laughs> and that movie was released in the spring of 1981. <laughs> it was greenlit by a, by a producer and, a, and a, a, hilarious. That, that was like a movie. Based on a true story. That not a soul was like, oh, based on many <laughs> true stories. Harvey Weinstein production. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Harvey's first production. Wait a minute. It's about two girls in their teens. Yeah, early teens. 15, 14, 15. They go to camp. And their bet is to lose their virginity. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the one guy that one of them bangs is in his thirties at minimum. He might be forty. Okay. Is it sexy? Well, I think I just explained what sexy is. All right. Here's a couple million bucks. Go make that picture. <laughs> she goes for the director. <laughs> she is. Big. Now, is there a chance I could play the role of the forty-year-old camp guy? I mean, it made no sense. And, and you know, it was a different time, so nobody batted an eye at that. That was at the same time Brooke Shields was getting naked in every movie, and she was 13. Yeah. Well, Blue, Lagoon, the, uh, Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And, uh, the, what was the Michael Caine one with Michelle Williams? 
uh, Rio. Oh, blame it on Rio. Rio that was Rio. late 80s. That was when it started getting a little uncomfortable. My tutor. But it still that- got nominated for a ton of awards. And then Pete Rose, I see him in the heaven this weekend. He's not allowed to be celebrated by the Phillies 1980 championship because in 1976 he bagged a, what he thought was a 16-year-old. Accused. Oops. No, oh, it's, it yeah. happened. It 100% well, happened. According to his statements, it sounds like... It, according to him, <laughs> it happened. He banged somebody he thought was 16. Turns out she might have been 15 or 14. But in Ohio, at the time, the legal age was 16. So he was thinking, she's 16. They kind of threw it all out. And then they try to have a Philly celebration for the 1980 championship team. And people are like, boo, Pete Rose raped a kid. And it's like, well, this is new. When did this start? And Pete's answer was, hey, hey folks, 55 years ago. <laughs> maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But it was a long time ago. He wouldn't even still be He didn't right. say maybe. He, he said, I'm here for the fans. What right. happened 50 years ago? Yeah. It's, he, it's basically over. like, I did that, yes, blah, blah, blah. 50 years ago. But I didn't bet on anything. <laughs> right. I didn't I bet on my young chick. No, but, he right, said, I'll right, sign. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he basically said, oh, we're bringing that up again? I thought she was 16. That was his words. I plead insanity. I'm just crazy about it. But yeah, so Pete Rhodes can't have a celebration in 2022 because in 1976, he may or may not have had, oh, he did. He had sex with somebody he thought was 16. See, that's a tough age to guess. What are you going to do? You're the not hit pulling king. IDs. He's the hit king. She didn't have one. She couldn't have a driver's license yet. She had a school ID. That Max, maybe. So he had to take her word for it. And he threw it. He threw down with somebody that turned out later might have been. It's not like he took her to prom or anything. Look, I mean, the fact, the, 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 real, the real thing is we should ban Ohio for having 16-year-old girls be the legal age for a while. I mean, if everybody's mad at Pete Rose for doing that, we should be mad at Ohio for having that law. It all, every, things have okay, changed. 76, and just before that, we needed to keep producing football players. <laughs> early, turning them out. Need some early stock. Some of these young girls to start breeding with their first eggs. Either way, what a society. I had quite a day off yesterday, reading about <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's shoulder and seeing her daughter, who's spectacular. And her rub it in mom's face cans. Who else did I do? Oh, that uh, TJ from... Uh, oh, and Roger Mosley. Yeah. You're right. He died over the weekend. I forgot about that. Jimmy didn't tell us about that, did he? <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. The guy who flew the helicopter in Magnum P.I. He's gone. Was it TJ? Was that his name? That was TJ. Something like that. TC. That's it. Yeah, yeah. TC. That's right. Anyway, they're all dying. A whole lot of 80s celebrities are going to start croaking. People aren't ready for that. We forget that in the 80s, we we went from three channels to 50, which means our celebrity quotient went through the moon. There were more celebrities in the 80s than in any other decade, and then that's continued on. And now we're going to get our first batch of dying celebrities in bunches. That's coming. Because movies, there used to be one theater per town. You, you couldn't have a ton of different celebrities. And then the 80s changed all that. That's a shame. Like, now you got 70 different celebrities where there used to be like two or three good ones. I can't wait for the influencers to go away. Oh, man. We won't be alive for it. But you know what somebody <laughs> told me the other day? Here's a nice piece of information. Chances are, Brett, <laughs> this is going to make everybody feel horrible. This is where I was yesterday. Chances are that you, my friend, have seen the last start of a baseball career to finish of the baseball career and induction into the Hall of Fame. 
you more than likely will first balloters have to start right now and play for their 20 years on average. The the Hall of Fame career will be about 19, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And then five-year wait to the Hall of Fame. Good chance you're not going to see many more of those. This is your three-year window before you'll be dead before this next rookie's career ends. Hmm. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day, everybody. Yeah, you're not going to make it very long. That make seventy five, twenty years. You'll be drowning oil by then. Yeah, you'll be done. There's no boss. Brady's long out of that. Brady will never again see a full career. I've been in that for a while, so (laughs) it takes a couple years to accept. (laughs) You have. You are officially at that age where you will never see a baseball player's full career and induction. Thanks for crushing me on that one. Yeah, you're way past it. Nope. You're right, but. (laughs) I also didn't follow baseball that. Doesn't heavy, matter. So, yeah, and that's not the point. It doesn't matter that that. Yeah, it just it's that's. I accept that. If you hear about this mass, this rookie that's tearing it up, you will not see the end of his career. I thought I would never see a contract. You know, when they signed a Rod back in the day, sure to go the hat. See now they're blown it up. Right. But I mean, that can be explained away by percentage of revenue sure. and inflation and all that other stuff. That makes sense now. Twenty-five million dollars back then was insane. Fifty millions insane now. The hundred million a year will be will happen. But uh, let's say the Diamondbacks have a rookie this year that's crushing it, and he is a future Hall of Famer. We just don't know that yet, and he's all the rage. You're not going to see it. I got to get down to the ballpark you're, at least introduce myself. Why, why? Don't even involve yourself. You're just you're wait, you, you can't get to the end of this movie. You're only you're only going to see it partially through. Sorry to tell you. Anyway, enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. I'm the Ray of Sunshine. Yeah, way to crush it, Dick. <laughs> my, my new name is Ray. Last name Sunshine. Middle name O'Leary. I just go with Ray O Sunshine. If you're asking. Yeah, I had that conversation with a friend of mine this weekend, and I'm like, "Oh, that's devastating information." But have fun with that, because more than likely you're not going to make it, <laughs> unless you're younger. But that's it. Yesterday, yesterday, I had uh, lunch with a, a buddy. You know him, Bill Hamilton. Sure. And at the tail end of uh, lunch, he gets a phone call. He's like, I got to take this real quick. Yeah, hey, how did everything go? Good? All right. I'm with a buddy of mine right now. Can I call you back in about 45 minutes? But everything's good? Yeah, okay, thanks. So, Bill, everything okay? Oh, yeah, my wild story. But my buddy went, uh, he just got back from India. What's he got? 30 days of complete silence. This guru in India... (laughs) So he was lost completely. He had a friend that went over there and and did it. But right. the first day that he did it, he talked about this guy being a friend of his. And that's sure. all they do. You talk to the guru one day and that's it. And at the end of the 30 days, the guru says, you're a friend, Barry. I would uh, offer him a the scholarship if he wants to come over here. So he's like, I'll do it. Went over to India. 30 days of silence. I, I, yeah. I just I'm curious to... See, how did it go? How long ago, prior to going to India, did that man's life fall apart? Yeah, don't no know kidding. any background Divorce, or anything. Yeah. Wife left no, the him. Guy's a- you don't go to a guru unless it's over here. I know. Nobody have- happy ever goes to India for enlightenment. So that was all the details I was left with. So I have all those, you know. Right. So I go, Bill, I got to, you know, once you talk to him, I want to hear about, yeah. let alone, I don't know if I could. You know, I know guys that have done one or two days, like a weekend of science, where they just go right. out and take nothing with them. It's called the KDKB method. 
complete silence on the opposite <laughs> side of your of your words. Nobody's listening. No, it's an interesting thought, but no one happy ever goes. I'm going over to India to speak to a guru. Uh, Let alone because I'm so it's working out so well for me here. <laughs> We're going to put you up for uh, right. just the offer uh, right. room and board. I'm like, wow, that uh, over there. Oh, that's a dollar. <laughs> you didn't have a dollar, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you had one dollar, you had like a really a palace for. You put a me month. up for a month. This dude's life was a. Cat- I need to know more about Barry. Me too. And what a catastrophe things were that you'd go. Sure, I'll go to India for enlightenment. <laughs> What's going wrong? Who can pick up? Going and go on, for Barry. Thirty days. Dudes whose lives have caved in. So I'm curious. Yeah. If your life caved in, India starts seeming like a good idea. Maybe India. Oh, God, you need help. India's never a good idea, by the way. The guy got back. He hasn't stopped talking for a week. <laughs> 30 days. You know what that is? It's just Midnight the, call. You, hey. You're driving me nuts. 30 days silence, please. Oh, is this some sort of enlightenment? Well, call it whatever you want. Just shut, shut the F up. According to him, it's, uh, yeah. you know, the... Early reviews. Oh, sure. I'm great. sure he's going to sure. recommend it for everyone. Of course, because it changed his life because it was miserable, and now he's got purpose again. It'll fade. Sounds miserable. Yeah. He needs an Olivia Newton-John. He needs to meet Sandy and then find her whore side. God, that movie was just, it's talking about enlightenment. That's all you really need is Grease. Can't get Kirby to watch it. Grease? Yeah. Well, that's that probably was- a good idea. Because it teaches her to weaponize Well, after we talked this morning, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to press her. <laughs> right. You don't want her to watch that. <laughs> oh, so you're saying whatever I need is right here between my thighs? <laughs> not damn it, John! I thought that was like a rite of passage for girls. Like, they had to right. watch Grease. Ronnie right. is uh, is all over on Grease for a couple of years. Like, you gotta watch. This is a great movie. It, right. Because for women, it is the, the ultimate beacon of, do you know how much power we have? And it's attached to us. We don't even have to buy it. We, it comes with the car. It's not aftermarket. Some of it is, but not that one. Now, not only is that message in there, is women can beat up any man out there. Sure, in any fight, but that's different. That's fantasy. This grease thing's real. You don't have to fight ever if you use this thing right. That's the message of grease. Life, doesn't, life can be easy if you use this properly. Because men see it as currency. And we have to stop doing that. I see John Travolta's character as the weakest person in the history of movies from Greece. He's sitting there dancing and trying as hard as he can to get it. And she can't figure out how come it just doesn't work out. It's because she hasn't not hoard yet. If we haven't learned from Troy back in the day, nothing's changing. Troy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Helen of Troy, yeah. Yeah. That they, yeah. That, <laughs> One woman caused war. Surprise. Like thousands of men. Cleopatra. Yeah, it's all about that. Uh, It's 623. So, Olivia Newton-John, you gave me my first boner, I think. I think. My first memorable one. My first recognition that my my down southers had purpose outside of just peeing. And that's because of her outfit at the end in the carnival scene in Greece. Amazing. I also remember being very young when Grease 2. That was one of the, that's got to be, yeah, one of the best transformation movies, you know, from that out, into that outfit. It's the reason Grease 2 didn't work. Michelle Pfeiffer was a whore to start. And what what was that movie about? Her having to learn how to transform into being less of a whore. (laughs) So this guy didn't think she was throwing it all over the place. With the wonderful Adrian's Meds in there. Adrian's (laughs) Meds. I need a cool rider, a cool, cool, cool rider. (laughs) 
Anyway, let's get a wake-up song. Maybe something from Greece to start off this day in honor of the great... Cheeks of cream. O-N-J. For Greece lightning. Uh, it's 624. It's 98KUPD. We'll scream it together. Let's do it. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Thank you, Weapon of Pride, uh, this glorious Friday morning. Somebody made a good point about the Brittany Griner movie. So we've cast the movie now. We've got the the players in place. Now we'd have to actually cast an audience, and I'm not sure that's something we can do. That's going to be tough to try to get an audience to care about. And what would it be called? The air up there, too, is a good uh, response I got on email. I did get one from Scott Haynes I can't read. That is the... It's great, but I can't, I can't read it. <laughs> it's very... Uh, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's great. It's very off. <laughs> but it's funny. I told him, I said, all right, put your phone down. You're done here. There's no more need for you to try to joke around with us this morning. Funniest listener, you win today. Take the day off. Yeah. Air Bud makes sense because of Buds, you know. Up in smoke. Up in smoke, yeah. <laughs> Jumping up in smoke. The air up in smoke. We could combine them all in. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Four. I'm not real sure if that's it. Russia's involved. I'm not sure how that happened. The fish that was jailed in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Fish called Brittany. The hunt for Red Dicktober. I'm not sure what that means, but thank you for that suggestion. Oh, I see. You're, you're searching for her penis. <laughs> I don't think that's the crux of the film, though. I don't think that's what we're... We're not trying to gender-prove. It's a weird one. But, uh, yeah, we'll come up with a title later. It's tough. It's not an easy one. Brittany Griner's not... Uh, boy, it's not as it's not as universally beloved as... Uh, watching the news, you'd think that all of us here in the States are crying ourselves to sleep and can't believe this is happening to one of ours. And everyone I talk to is like, kind of did it herself. And when Trump went off the other day and said all that he said, it's like, you go up to Russia loaded with drugs and you're trying to get freed? You did this. Like, you know, there, I'd love to have her. Fr- and he actually was kind of diplomatic saying what we're all thinking. He's like, yeah, I'd love to have her out. You don't have an American detained like that. You don't like it. Then I saw a guy last night say there are 59 American citizens detained, they said, uh, unlawfully or uh, on a unfairly, deal? no, in fifty-nine different uh, Americans in different places, and he goes and they and they're they're uh, you know illegally detained or uh, being you know railroaded through the legal system of wherever they are, and we'd love to have them all back. I'm like fifty-nine of them. I didn't know that. I know about two, and I only know about the second one because they had to include them in the trade for the the yeah the wolf of arms trading. <laughs> And I didn't know about this dude, but I think that dude's guilty, or we would have heard about him. The other guy in the Brittany Griner trade is like, he wasn't really a spy. Yes, he was. And that's fine. We have those. We know. And sometimes they get caught, and sometimes you have to let them go. Part of being a spy is knowing that the country you're spying on might catch you, and when they do, we're not, t- we're not coming for you until there's a reason. That dude's been there for three years. No one's whispered his name. I haven't heard of him. Have you? No. Ever. He was just a guy, tour- he was a tourist, and they captured him. Like, what was he doing? Nothing, don't worry about it. Like, why aren't we trying to get him out then? Don't worry about it. And you're right, it, uh, every country does it. I mean, you we think got about him? Gitmo. <laughs> think about the guys that stayed there. Horrible. I forgot how long. Yeah, 
And the reason, years. the reason we used Gitmo is because it didn't fall under the United States legal system. We can take citizens from somewhere else and detain them as long as we want, call them, you know, threats to the states, and then we put them in these jails in another place. They weren't going to get a fair trial, which I'm fine with. They were, again, it's like the dude we were talking about the other day. They got blown up by the razor blade bomb, by the big uh, Ginsu, the, blade. the Ginsu blade. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, my, my the most disappointing news I got out of that was it pinpoints one person. Nobody else got killed. Everyone in the house with the leader of Al-Qaeda, I want dead. Period. Housekeeper, anybody. You're a representative of that guy. I'm not mowing the head of neo-Nazis lawns if I have a lawn mowing. I'm Al, my yard guy. Yeah. It, it like, yeah, we got to go down the road here and... Uh, Take care of the anti-Jew neo-Nazi guy's house. I'm like, Al would turn him down after he's like, we got to mow a swastika into his yard every Monday. He's like, I'm not doing that. You're not, you're not hanging around those people. And if a bomb hits and you die, that's not collateral damage. You did that. So I was upset at that. If you're part of that thing and you blow up, okay. Anybody in Al-Qaeda that was at Gitmo, I, I don't think we should torture prisoners, but I don't know, frankly didn't have much of a problem with it. Look, you know, my point was it, it looks like it is part of the war, but there were some people detained that yeah. had nothing to do with it. True. Hey, you got to find those that things sticks. out. Though. Yeah, it sure does. But you know what? Part of being at war with another nation is that you can't be in that nation. And uh, you better start, you know, you got to fall in line, basically. Again, if we started getting overrun by a foreign agent, I've said this a million times, and it started to look like we might lose this one, I'm, I'm going to switch teams. I'm going where it's safe. <laughs> I'm not going to be all like, USA. I, I wish I could, but I know deep down I'd be a coward. You wouldn't have to waterboard me. You'd take Diet Dr. Pepper away for a week, and the next thing I'll tell you anything you want. I can't have my heroes anymore from Wilderness Athlete. Uh, getting a little itchy here. Yeah, Brady's a spy. <laughs> little Brady? Yes, he's a spy. I, I, well, just go get him uh, and give me some something to drink. I'm a coward. I'd be scared to death of it. But those people that, you know, stood firm, I'll tell you nothing, American scum. All right, you're going to get Mo. And it turns out the guy didn't have any. He's just a farmer, but rat somebody out. Lie. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Self-preservation is a lot more important than anything else. If you didn't join the military and you're going to kind of stay out of the fray, then you better be willing to rat people out when the, when the chips are down. If I joined the military, I'd be a badass. Nah, probably not. Probably, <laughs> probably surrender. I'd be like John Candy and Stripes. Just hand the weapons over. Here you go. Here you go. go. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Pass them up, boys. <laughs> I'm, I would be a bad soldier. I'm a coward. I'll defend. I don't me. know. With proper me. training. No, I've got. I've got Lean training. Mean killing machine. I'll defend myself. But uh, <laughs> once it starts looking bad, look. I again. I've switched teams when the Hell's Angels were going to beat up my black friend. I joined the Hell's Angels in like half a second in my brain. I'm like, I'm going to help him beat up Todd. Because this looks bad. If I start swinging at these guys, I don't stand a chance. The best move in my world would be to beat up Todd for them. Longevity. Looking for the. I'm looking for the least painful option. And when there's 40 Hell's Angels, my black friend and me, and they're mad at my black friend, I should probably just start punching my black friend. (laughs) What are you doing, man? Trust me, this is best for the both of us. (laughs) I got this, boys, and I hold off, and I just slug Todd in the face. I'd be like, all right! And I get a jacket at the end. I'm like, look, I'm never going to wear it again. I know my name is Snow Crab now, but don't worry about it. That was a real moment. I physically moved to face Todd. 
I, when the Hells Angels were in his face and I was standing next to him, bowed up for half a second before I realized what was going on, my body said, take one step to the left, turn around and get mad at Todd. And I did exactly that. I just hoped no one would notice that I was now switching over. And then I had to walk Todd to his car. You and your friend need to go. I'm like, I'm in, it. I'm in on this. And we left. Yeah, you wouldn't want a couple of questions. I didn't want to be seen with him. Yep. <laughs> but I also, I, it was a tough night. Snow crab. Yeah, snow crab. What are you doing with him? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find out where he's going. I'm going to tell you guys about it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him home, and then I'll call you. See you later, dog pound. It That's was all crazy. for that story. Yeah. The guy that encounters the HA Society member in Cave Creek and says, what's your name? Softshell. Oh, yeah, Softshell. <laughs> yeah. You know when Softshell uh, sitting next to you? When Todd makes a remark. Like, your black friend's got a big mouth. He sure does. We should kick his ass. <laughs> I think that's right. I'm scared to death of 60 versus one. I don't care if it's little kids. I'm going to turn around and start beating up Todd with those kids. But, yeah, I just I don't, I don't understand that. He's got to kind of – if you're in that company, it's guilt by association. It's a very real thing. If you're with a bunch of guilty people and you're like, I didn't do it, but you were with the serial killer, the murderer, and the rapist. Uh-huh, they were my friends. Too close. You're too close to that. And we don't have them. Yeah. Yeah, right. And you're, we're going to go. You're, gonna, you're in. You yep. were you were at the scene of the crime. You knew the person. You're in. I always see those things. I tell you, he was he was best friends with the serial killer. Like maybe the serial killer was that good at hiding it. But once you found out, you got to go. I'd tattle. If I found out you were a serial, like that day, I'd be like, Brady's doing it. Brady's the killer. Look into him. I don't want to go to jail just for knowing you. That's stupid. I don't have that much pride. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway, yeah, all the people, everybody's interested in this thing. And and there's a, like all my emails are saying, Brittany's an idiot. Leave her there. I, this, I, you know, this I is This is not going to be as like kumbaya as people think when they, if they release her for the merchant of death. The media is trying to sell it that That's way. That's exactly it. And it isn't that way. This, the, 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 I don't know if it's the silent, I think it's just the majority are kind of like, she I mean, did it, it stinks. Sure it I mean, stinks. do I think that, uh, you know, she's a criminal. You know, she. In their eyes, she is. She's in another country. She's an idiot. That's just it. I think. Right. The, and idiots get punished for doing idiot things. I mean, if they were just. But I don't think she deserves 10 years. For but again, you're in another country. It's better rules. I, I, I understand yeah. that. I don't think women in Saudi Arabia uh, deserve to get, you know, beaten to death or stoned in the new way, which is digging a hole and burying them in rocks for, uh, you know, having an affair or. Uh, sex out of wedlock or driving a car. I don't yeah. think, that, but I also know that's how they do it. And it happens. Uh, very few get caught. Don't know. Over the year, because that's been that way for years. Doesn't matter. Right. Still the rule. Like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I know that uh, in Sharia law, if you steal, you get your hand cut off. If you get caught. Sure, there's tons of people who haven't been caught, but I don't, I'm not doing it because the punishment is, I don't go to jail here, not because I don't want to commit crimes. So the pay is not worth it. Yeah. You go to jail and you're roommates with a guy who's going to sodomize you in a regular... That's scary enough to keep me off the, you know, crime waves. I would love to commit crimes. It looks fun. That's why all movies are about crime committing and getting away with it. The coolest guys in movie history are the criminals. Ocean's Eleven, 
Ocean's 12 wasn't good, but Ocean's 11, all of those guys are horrible criminals. They're criminals. They're the coolest people on the screen, and you can't wait for them to get them. Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano is the most horrible person in the history of television. Walter White. I'm I'm in love with Better Call Saul. That is a terrible man. I am rooting for him. Because deep down, we all kind of want to get away with it. Our whole goal is to buck the system and, you know... Circumvent all the rules and Bonnie be, and Clyde be above it all. Yeah, all of them, all antiheroes are Darth Vader. He's the best part of Star Wars. Once he's not in it, you're not that interested. And then they brought Darth Maul, and you're like, yes, they killed him too fast. Good guys beat him too quick. There was no the reason Game of Thrones ended up sucking. The most horrific thing about the whole show was White Walkers, and they killed him. Their representation of the inevitable death and. Uh, mortality and all that other stuff. Like, you can sit and fight over politics and have these battles of who gets the throne. In the end, we win. We're death. You can't escape us. And then they escaped it. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. An entire metaphor of life having an end or an expiration was eliminated when a 12-year-old stabbed the main one and they all died. That move she did, dropped the blade to the hand. Wow. (laughs) Slide of hand. I take John's stance on travel. Why would you want to go to these countries in the first place? Look, uh, what, look at what they do to people. And if they were so great, why are they trying to all come here? Tony, you're right. I've been saying it for years. Why do, why do any of us want to go to Mexico? There's millions of them trying to escape that place, and we look at it as Shangri-La for like a weekend because it's cheap. Uh, a few people's heads get cut off every year. Big whoop. No thanks. says, I'd rather watch the Russian version of Brittany Griner. It'll be five minutes long. Just show her bringing drugs into an airport, getting arrested, then going to jail, getting sentenced. Movie over. Yeah, the Russian side. The Russian side of the story is we caught one and got her. Yeah, is nine years too long for a drug sentence? Sure, sure. Yeah. But in the seventies in the United States, fifteen, still, twenty we still years. Have people in. Well, I think they most of the pot people. But I mean, just for pot, you used to get big sentences for that. It wasn't. I've never understood the high on pot being worth that. I've done it. I've had a few okay experiences but it to me it's the most overrated thing in the history of fun and i think it's that uh people just i I guess it just affects people differently because for me i was tired most of the time well you didn't do it right i'm like ah sativa man i've never indica yeah i've done them all i've tried everything i've tried really expensive stuff i've tried the chandler dirt weed i've tried eh I've had two good like highs off of that to where I'm like, this is okay. And then I just, I'm done. And I go to sleep. I get good sleep, I'll tell you that. It's the best for sleeping. But I'm not really, my old trainer, Drew, used to always, dude, hit this before we work out. And this guy's a specimen. He looks like an action figure. And I did it a couple times with him, and I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. I'm not working out with you today. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't give you a buzz? I'm like, no, I feel like garbage. I don't get it. And I certainly don't think it's worth any risk at all for jail. I don't get it. And meth is just scary. So do what you do. It's up to you. But for me, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there was another thing I saw. Where was that? Oh, the dude, did you see the guy that got caught with the upskirt photos? He went to a bar in Scottsdale, and the bouncers caught him. I still. I, this is another thing I don't get. With the Internet, why are you risking going to bars and taking photos up girls' skirts? The internet. Well, it's another thing. It's the risk. I guess. Yeah, you're right. It is trying to get yeah. around the, yep. the thing. So, so the, the buzz. The bouncers yeah. see him and they're like, what the hell? And the guy's like not being real. He's like, 
just popping these shots under these girls' skirts. And most of the time in Scottsdale, all you have to do is walk up and go, can I see your underpants? Most of them will lift their – or what's your OnlyFans page? Most of the girls in Scottsdale just give it. You pay $2, you can see up their skirt all day. But you're right. It's You'll the, get kicked you know, out the same. It's the risk. A lot sure. Less. Yeah, can I see your panties? Can I see your For five minutes. My deal's meal. So dude's uh, taking shots of the upskirt, taking that chance. Now, here's where the taking the chance wasn't worth it completely. Sure, he's going to go get in trouble for that. The bouncers grab him, kick him out, take his phone, give it to the cops. Cops are like, all right. So it was December 4th, I think. So, it all, so December 4th or, or whatever date it was, they're going through and like, all right, here's a bunch, like 15 different upskirt shots. This is all illegal. That's it. Then they get a warrant to go through the rest of his phone because technically you can't. But that basically means that the cops were like, oh, boy. Uh, we need to warrant this thing and make because there's tons of stuff on here. The guy had child porn all over his phone oh. and was running around with that in his hand while he's committing another crime. That I, the criminal mind. I don't get it. If you're going to try to get away with something and you've got you know internet pictures of kids in compromising positions, delete. What are you hanging on to that for? So they got a warrant, and they did it. And this dude is guilty. Like just, I just had that because it's funny, man, sending it to friends. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's, Sorry, that's Charlie. That's like Brittany Griner's argument of, like, I'm supposed to have this. Yeah. Nope. I don't care if you thought it was a joke. It's kids having sex with adults. You're the only one laughing. Didn't Pete Townsend get nailed, and he yeah. was saying he was doing research or something like that? Got or, away with it, yeah, too. I know. Like, he must have had proof. But whoops, uh, They yeah. believed him. Yeah, it was back in December, and uh, the guards took his phone, kicked him out of the club, and the club was uh, the name of the bar. He's from Goodyear, which is bad enough. Casa Casa Amigos, which used to be Dos Gringos. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's right. Old Town Scottsdale, uh, guys, they spotted him. His name is Robert Kosak, Kokak, but he's doing some upskirt shots. Because, you know, you you don't have any access to that in the world today. Let me get some upskirts of these ladies. Because what you really want is action photos of girls' upskirts. Ugh. I need that posed and airbrushed and filtered. I don't think a girl just standing there with a skirt on and seeing up it has ever really been that appealing. For the most most pictures of girls' upskirt, there's, it's not pretty. It looks like a pink pistachio. Especially that's trying when you're to not looking for it. Yeah, trying to escape an afro or something. It's just, it's not... And some of them are hiding some serious cabbage, and you don't want to see it. <laughs> Every get, time you talk about that subject, the, the first thing that happens is that nightmare etched upon a mine at uh, Zitejas. Oh, that lady. the split-level oh. table. Look, we're scarred from that. That was probably 15 years ago. And when, you, when you say Zitejas, my, I think that thing to go to. we were sitting on – they had a, a – some of the booths were one step up. Right, yeah, and we were we were lower, right? We were in the lower chair, and she hopped into one of those booths, and we're Higher eye level. level of this lady whose legs are spread wide open because her thighs allowed nothing else, Ugh. and she's in a skirt, one one piece of cornbread away from three hundred pounds. Yeah. And Brady's looking right in on it, and then I turned my head, and we both were like, "Oh no, this is going to look back at us all day." And it was just this horror. Every time we take a bite of something. Our eyes would drift over because gravitational pull. And, How are you guys doing today? Oh, Jesus, God, it's talking to me. Are you? I've got your money, John. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ma'am, you have a Venus flytrap in your pants and it's angry. 
Enjoy the fun, bad boys. It was horrifying. Scarring. Last thing I wanted to do was save that in my phone. So I don't get upskirts either, but this dude's upskirting away at the uh, Casa Amigos. They found uh, uh, pictures that uh, created for uh, just that night. 15 upskirt shots just that night. And then a week later, they're like, eh, stuff in this phone we need to grab. Uh, and they found videos and photos of kids being sexually abused. Oh, man. He was arrested this week. Fry his ass. Yeah. Exa- and what's in, how's he coming back? From yeah. You're just not. Yeah. But well, again. Russia I- want to trade? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll trade you this guy. This is the merchant <laughs> of kid photos. I don't understand even in the worst possible scenario. And I'm not trying to defend the guy or give him an idea. But if you're going to go out and do upskirt shots with your phone, if you're going to go out at all with your phone and you've got that in it, don't you like have a secret place? Like you just don't keep it in your phone, right? I'm just glad he doesn't have that uh, capability of thinking that way. I, I, I'm glad too. He's, he's that addicted to hanging on to it that he had it in his phone. But I mean, where's the, uh, the cover your bases aspect of humanity in that? Because he's a pervert, and I'm glad he's in jail, and he's not going to make it very far in jail once they Ooh. find out about him. But it is weird. The world is weird. All just so strange. And I don't know, ladies. I'm I'm on your side. You should be able to wear a skirt without us trying to look up it. And guys, I don't know what you're looking at. It's the same thing as guys who like to like smell underpants and things like that. I just never gotten that. Collect them. Yeah, collect that. It's hot. Looking up girls' skirts or seeing, I, I think one of the grossest things in the world is a, a, we'll call it beaver in the wild. When a girl's getting out of a, a car or something, you're like, ah, oh, Jesus, I just the saw one. Brittany went yeah, through Brittany that. Brittany went, oh, that's right, yeah, Brittany went, oh, Jesus, God, I don't want to see it unless I'm working on it. <laughs> and that was the trend. They got to catch her, get him out of the car. George Carlin said it best. That thing, when you first see it, looks kind of like a tomato cut in half that isn't ripe yet. <laughs> You don't want to look at those when they're just. You don't want to flash a one. They're very. They have to be posed. And things all over the map when it's when it's when it's when it's rogue. The last thing I want to see is like, oh Jesus! I just saw that girl's vagina. Good God! Well, I'm not going to eat tonight. Most of them in the wild doing stuff are not pretty. I mean, that's where a guy's a guy's genitals are better than a girl's because if ours slip out, it's always the same. Ours are always kind of goofy looking. In the right lighting, in the right mood, you take a look at one of those things, you're like, yeah, <laughs> but just hopping out of a car, you're like, what was that? Did you get shot? <laughs> what in the... Say Bernard with the fish yeah, in his yeah, mouth. You're say, what is that? You got a dog in your pants holding the water weenie. <laughs> what was that? I think there's a kid in your pants smoking one of those candy cigars. Need more pixels on my phone. You should have included that in your Tinder uh, profile. We have to be in a dark room, or I have to be interested for that thing to look good. You can't just hop out of my my Jeep and show it to me. Boobs in the wild are always fun. Vaginas in the wild? No thanks. Hopefully find a network from that guy's phone. Finally, got, dude, send that to me. <laughs> I know it. I may my story here may change knowing Brett now, but I remember at Big Surf, one of the girls. And I can't remember what her name was. She wasn't one of the go getters, but she she was one of the surprise girls because eighth grade we'd always go to Big Surf. She was one of the surprise girls that when she put the bikini on, you're like, wait a minute, 
she's good. Like in school, she always had like bad clothes and homemade pants with sewn in roses and stuff. Like her mom made her clothes. But in the bikini, you're like, wait a minute, this one's pretty solid. And I remember she got out of the water at Big Surf, and I think it was me and John Stevens, whose nipples rubbed off that day, uh, watched her walk out, and her bottoms had moved over. Uh, and you saw... Partial lab? Yeah, you saw, you know... <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, it looked a little bit like... One of the, one of the dogs came out? <laughs> looked a little, at the time, because it was the 80s, it looked a little bit like Lionel Richie was down there. I don't know... <laughs> put that way what is that and one one half was hanging out you know what i mean like the the underpants had captured the other half so one one part and, and the one, other was dancing yeah. on the scene <laughs> one, one of us are, like points it out hey, what is that holding off of her body there i know what that is it's half of her tomato Nothing about that that turned us on. We were running from it. I don't know. You probably went home and just went all no, night no, long. No, I did not. All night. That, that's enough, both of you. You guys realize what you're doing there. You've lost focus. You both lost focus. But now that I know Brett, I think I know why her underpants were to the side. <laughs> Big sir. Because Brett was in the water doing his horrible you look damage. At the other end of the wave pool, yeah. there's this shiny Italian horn yeah. reflecting oh. in the sun. <laughs> Hey, lady, you might want to scoot those over one inch. Sorry. <laughs> that little Italian boy in there is moving their underpants to the side. He was grabbing uh, hooch at the old big surf. I didn't know guys were doing that. I was trying not to You were to the only it. one that wasn't doing it, apparently. not to touch <laughs> The only thing we were doing was like trying to untie their bikinis when the wave would go by. So Child's play. Yeah, yeah, we, we, weren't, we weren't hanging around the muckety-muck. We weren't in the swamp. <laughs> We were in eighth grade for Christ's sake. <laughs> you weren't in the trenches. We were down there. We were uh, we were in the office. You guys were on the. You were working in the field. Yeah, we were we were definitely the uh, white collar, and you guys were the steel workers down in the mines. I mean, you were crushing it. I was bare. I might have done two, like untied a couple of bikini tops, and then I felt horrible. Oh my god, the poor girl's life is over. Little did I know, uh, rape paw over here was going nuts. Anyway, grabbing handfuls and doing it. Yeah, yeah, vaginas in the wild aren't pretty at all. I think that's why that show Naked and Afraid, everybody thought, ooh, this will be good, until you see a lady naked working. Like, is there any, even the most beautiful woman in the world, you want to see, like, uh, uh, you know, Elle McPherson in her prime doing yard work naked? No, good God, I don't want to see that thing bending over and flopping around. No. It's only good when it's uh, sexualized. Otherwise, it's kind of medical. Vaginas in the Wild was what that guy was doing in Scottsdale, though, right? He was filming his documentary. Yes, yeah. And and who's going to watch that? Here's Vaginas and the Beavers in the Wild. Brady might go to the thing because the marquee fooled him. They tried to do that for a while. We're going to take old Gerbert Herbs to Beavers in the Wild. It's going to be good. Hey, old pirate, I don't think this is what you think it is. (laughs) Sure it is. about beavers getting their dams. You stay away from bears. Nope. Whoa! Roll the film. The old man's about to pass out, and I, for one, want to see it. That's the weirdest looking den I've ever seen. Wait a sec. They're running the wrong tape. These are girls' naughty bits. I don't want to see this. Yuck. That's when I kind of turn into Brady. Ew, a vagina. I don't want to see her right now. That's gross. Jesus. John, did you see her? It fell out of her. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, it's not funny. I've got one of those. Ew, shut up, Kirby. Nobody wants to hear about your... <laughs> Clean your razor. It's covered in... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just got an email from a guy talking about that. His 15-year-old daughter leaves her razors out and they're covered in poobs. <sighs> Anywho, that's enough of that. How did Brittany Griner get us off on this oh, one? Oh, we didn't. It was the upskirt guy. <laughs> it is you. Other than that, I'm getting a lot of emails from people who are really nice about my eyes. I went to go see Dr. Jay Schwartz yesterday again. It's like, everybody in the office heard you talking about me. And I said, is it true that when you're under, because yesterday I said, under the laser of the eye surgery, and it wasn't LASIK. I had a, a, two procedures. You go under the laser, they pulverize the cataract in your eye, and then they take you in another room and insert a new lens and suck out all the, I don't know how it works. But uh, um, he's so soothing. Like you're in this really uncomfortable position getting your eye sucked out of your head by a machine, and, and you feel it. It doesn't hurt, but it's uncomfortable. And the whole time, Dr. Jay Schwartz is like, hey, you're doing great. John, you are doing so good. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you. And you're like, God, I feel good about myself right now. This is like daily affirmations from Jay Schwartz. And I asked him yesterday, I'm like, I was talking about you because the the only thing that got me from wanting to punch somebody while that was going on, because it's so intrusive to have that thing on your eye, and it's more just invasive, is that he was there saying everything's going great. And I said, do you ever tell anybody, well, you know, do you want this done or not? You're screwing up the whole thing. He goes, you'd be surprised how many people start trying to get out of there. And I'm like, with that attached to that, he goes, yeah, he said, you, you'd, Panic. Be, you'd be shocked how many people are like, ah, and they start moving their head around. They got to strap you down and stuff? And he's or? like, I will turn everything off and go, do you want this done or not? And I'm like, no kidding. He goes, yeah, he said, I, we can't have that. And I'm like, I don't know what would happen. He goes, nothing would happen. We could shut it off. And it's not like, you know, people think it's, Oops. yeah, people think it's laser beams. Yeah. Just like you're a crack and the rest just, of your yeah, life. Just, yeah. Yeah. Slides and slides right. off. And he's like, it's not that. But he said, but yeah, I've said it. Do you want this freaking done or not? You've got to calm down. I'm like, you give him Valium or anything? He goes, no, it's just, you, you, I'm not always soothing. He goes, you did great. And I'm like, so I really did good. And he goes, oh yeah. And I'm like, nah, you're just saying that. <laughs> you say that to all the eye patients. But it surprised me, but. In a way, it doesn't, because if you're not being soothed by the calming voice of Jay Schwartz under that thing, and you, there is a moment I did feel like, all right, that's enough. I want out of here. And it's only because you're in that thing doing things that has, you, you don't normally do, which is somebody else is in charge of your eyeball for a second. And I've, for the majority of my 50 years on the planet, been in charge of these things. Almost the whole time. We're just going to yank it out. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead. And, you, and I l- trust that he, he doesn't want to lose his entire livelihood to goofing with me. So I assume laying under that thing, he's going to do the best he can not to pop my eyeball out because he loses more than I gain. So but, going back, did you didn't get knocked out for the LASIK, right? No. That's just a... You get it. I, the Valium, because I did it too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get yeah. Valium? It's a Valium, yeah. And Valium does nothing to me. We found that out that oh, day. Wow. I took two of them. The doctor's like, you all right? And the guy next to me is just drooling. And I'm like, is this supposed to be me? Because I don't feel anything. And he goes, yeah, you might not be affected by this. Some people aren't. I'm like, I don't think I am. And the guy next to me is looking. <laughs> and I'm like, how many did he get? And he goes, one. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So then I got more amped up because now, I mean, obviously, you got to drug these people before this goes on. And Lisa Fairchild was with me. And I started to look at her. And she goes, your eyes look funny, but you're acting normal. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, do you think I should take a third one? He's like, I don't think they're going to give you three. <laughs> I just sat there nervous. But, yeah, they give you a sedative kind of to calm your nerves so right. you don't freak out. Because that is a weird thing, too. Same pressure. Oh, yeah. And then they, they tell you we're going to – Oh, hold. they suction cup your eye there, yeah, too? Yeah, it's, it's not as hard as this one was. But, yeah, they do. 
scary part is when he says, now you're going to go blind for about 15 seconds, and all of a sudden it's lights out. Doesn't like, that? Uh-oh. And that part feels like an hour. Oh, yeah. It's like, the worst. You, you, your body just won't accept 15 seconds of blindness without saying, there's been a mistake, and this is forever. <laughs> and you, you, can, just, like, you've eight, left. you have an eight second. It's like a rodeo. You have eight seconds of wow. good yeah. before your brain says, it's been longer than 15 seconds. You're never going to see again. And you're like, I, love I, this ride. I still can't see. And that's totally normal. No, I don't think it is. You said 15 seconds. It's been two seconds. You're just waiting for oops. Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> you can't see. You drop the lens. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you you finally get your sight back, and nobody's in the room. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> they can run away from you. You can't see. But yeah, it was. That, that is LASIK's worse. LASIK's oh, harder. Yeah. Yeah. I would say LASIK was more. Uh, it was weirder. Because maybe it was just because it was the first time. But again, I didn't know what I was going to deal with this time. This was easy. This this whole. And you're cheating yourself. I'll say it a million times over again. Toledo's got the issue. And what they can do with eyeballs now, you're cheating yourself if you're sitting there going, oh, get it taken care of a while on. I'm in there ASAP. Don't do it. Just get it it done because I am in two days. Yeah, I was – no kidding. 20 over 400 uh, the day of surgery over in my right eye. Wow. That's how bad that had gotten. Yesterday I tested at 2030. It was less than 24 hours. Huge, man. And it's going to get a little better. Yeah, once you adjust. Yeah, I'm totally still not healed. Yeah. Like, there's still a little swelling, and I got to do eye drops all the time. But that's amazing. So now your right eye is your dominant eye. No. That's the best one. This one's 2025. Oh, For some is. reason, my left eye has always been wow. fine. My right eye took some trauma and did some damage. And maybe I've been hit by Todd baseballs. And I got punched. I'm boxing. I've been hit in this eye. I've got baseballs to this eye. I've been hit with a bat with this eye. Uh, countless amount of times. And I started thinking about it. There's been some trauma in this area, in this general area. So you lead with your right side? like Well, fighting left. left-handers, left-handers could beat the tar out of me all the time because I never knew their dominant hand. I, I couldn't understand why, why is that coming in from that Boom. angle that hard. Ow. Everybody else jabs with that hand. This one has got a lot of juice, so I, I was getting beaten by left-handers fairly regularly. I wasn't very good at fighting left-handers. They had their way with me. Uh, but, yeah, so you take, I took a few punches to the eye that I knew were – but I don't know that that was the – but he's like, you've got – and, and because my, right, my left eye is fine, it didn't seem – like, you know, this is a hereditary thing. It's like, we don't even see a problem in that eye. This one's just got a cataract. Thing. Don't cheat yourself. The things they can find now at eye doctors, like, immediately, and it's not even a, it's not, it's not even an all-day thing. They do a couple of taps yeah. in your eye. They don't, they don't do that air thing anymore. No. Nope. It's weird. It's like everything's just real simple. And then they can tell you everything you've ever wanted to know. Don't cheat yourself with this garbage glasses thing. I know it's a, sounds like a commercial, but it's not. Are you nervous today? Your pressure's a little high. Well, you probably got something wrong. Well, at the time I was I was twenty pounds heavier too. You think that was putting a little? You were like a balloon. The pressure on my eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're so fat. Your size eyes. Of, were... Size of this melon. Come on now. <laughs> you were so fat. Your eyes were like. Oh, I can't take it. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. I swear to God, eat another. Let us out of here. One more piece of apple pie, and I'm jumping out the hole. <laughs> I don't know if that works that way. I think that's blood pressure. But maybe your eyes were like a little bit of extra pressure here. <laughs> You know, you know who you kind of remind me of? Who's that? Woody Woodpecker on Thanksgiving. You're floating around down there in New York. Your forehead is heavier than the average. <laughs> Toledo's like, put your chin in a little rest and lean up against the eyes. Oh, God, the whole thing explodes. Ah, you broke another one. We can't do eye tests on him. His head's too heavy. Anyway, well, good luck with that. Pressure in the eye is not good. That's the whole reason I had to go to a doctor's appointment yesterday to make sure the pressure was still good. They're not happy with pressure. Oh, you got pressure in your eye. That's 
I have some M-word disease. I forget what it's called. Monkeypox? Yep, that's it. <laughs> and I, I saw another story about that yesterday. It's national emergency now. 98.7. This was their number, not mine. 98.7. of people with monkeypox got it from man-on-man sex. That's their number. Not me making it up, not me trying to make it up. That's what they said yesterday. Then they ran a laundry list of ways you can catch it. Touching someone's infected genitals, a lesion on a penis. I'm oh, like, good there. Who's I doing knock that? that off. Yeah, I mean, rubbing up against someone's rash. I'm like, I'm not doing any of this. Brady, ever. stop touching my yeah. penis. Hey, hey, you might notice that my skin's falling off there. Please stop rubbing on it like a cat. And, uh, uh, lesions on uh, genitals, buttocks. If I see lesions on a buttocks and stay in the room, I, I'm I'm asking for monkeypox. Lisa, I love you, but if you turn Yeah, you got lesions on your butthole. You're sleeping in the other room. Red asked me. Hey! Or vice versa. What do you treat me like some sort of pariah for? I don't know. The open sores on your a-hole? <laughs> that kind of makes you a pariah in every area of humanity. 7,000 cases. Yeah, oh, they got loads of them. And 98.7. Is that KEC? The mountain? What yeah. is that one? 98.7%. Man on. Oh, that's right. That's it. Oh, my God. Handy dandy notebook tells me. Sports 98.7. Lesions on your beehole. I'm John Gamba Ding Dong. I cure monkeypox with my heterosexual sex. John, you cure it? I can cure it. All I have to do is shoot my super Gamba Ding Dong load all over your lesions. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. That's That's what I do. It's a load of Gamba Ding Dong. It comes in five ounce cans. Yuck. You guys are gross. You think I do it manual. I have savings in the closet. I save my... Look, I've been asked by several countries to save my seed so I can repopulate the earth after monkeypox kills us all off. Everybody gets a gamba ding dong. What happens if your super hot wife gets it? My super hot wife won't get it because she's not a gay man. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what I really like to do? I like to take a nice thing of udon noodles from my friends at Payway and soak it in gamba ding dong loads. (laughs) Which I keep in five. Did I mention five ounce jugs? Most people at 10 cc's. I'm five to six ounces a shot. The Bavarian government just paid $10 million for three of my bottles to make a whole race of gambit ding-dongs. 98.7% of all men who have sex with men have it. <laughs> what? Oh, I see what he said yeah. there. Brady's, Brady's reminding me of all my endorsements. <laughs> and the only thing that blocks my seed from hitting you in the face when I fire it is a Peller window. <laughs> <laughs> If I hit it and you have one of those basic, you know, single pane, not keeping any of the UV rays, again, the ding dong loads out, it stops 90% of UV rays and 0% of my load. (laughs) Fires right through glass. It's like that Ginsu missile we use to kill the terrorists. He has to get phone calls. I can't find Peller windows. (laughs) Peller windows. (laughs) P-E-L-L-A-R-R. Get your Peller windows. I was swimming this morning. On the asphalt, because I don't need water to swim. And uh, I was, I was going to go Golden Gloves box a little bit also, but I decided to uh, cure monkey pox instead with my super five-ounce loads. And the ding-dong loads. You got lesions, I got loads. That's him. 98.7, the monkey pox. For a while there, they should just change the name of their station. But they're trying to tell you how 
again, another thing trying to make us scared of it. But then they Illinois throw Illinois like, and the states that have made it an Brady, emergency. One point three percent of people not having man on man sex are are have it, and that means they're rubbing up against somebody. Somebody goes both ways, right? Yeah. Or they're at a sex party, or they're doing gross stuff. This is this is the easiest thing in the world to avoid. The monkeypox. It, it 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 is ridiculously simple to not catch this. And well, nobody cares seven thousand so cases. Right, how, how many deaths do we have? I don't know. I don't even think it's fatal. I think it just makes right. you real That's uncomfortable. And then uh, it's like shingles. I don't know much about the treatment either? Is it? They've, well, there's that's the antibiotics? one. They're struggling with. Uh, um, well, they've got the they got a million doses of the vaccine the yeah. already. Well, they've got them the, now. for for four thousand cases. I know. <laughs> no U.S. monkeypox deaths. Uh, nine worldwide. Whoa. Yeah. Look, I know the COVID made us a little bit hypersensitive. Yeah. Well, no, but it's the news that's hypersensitive, and they true. want you to think that's that you're true. about to die, and they want you to to be scared, and then you'll buy things. The whole purpose is to you know they they've covered this for years. They they. Put the fear of God in you over something you can't control, and then they have something you need to buy for it. Man. And monkeypox is – it's a non-worry for most. If, if you're gay, be careful. But why can't we say that? Why is yeah. that not something we could? hey, guys, gay people – If you're people, gay, haven't you been careful this whole you time? You should be more – well, there's some – I've seen my uh, neighbors. Right. Some of their parties no. get out of hand. There's been a couple times at their parties I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> Just like most heterosexuals are. Careful. Right, exactly. Yeah, look, yeah, they're, they're, right. it's an all state. Right. Look, imagine right. if Lisa That's was – fair. That's a fair plenty of people reference. Yeah. <laughs> this is strange, but I'm going to ask you to do this. Lisa, your, your lady friend. Okay. You're at home and stuff. Now imagine through some Freaky Friday transition swap – I'm in control of Lisa's body. Oh, no. Do you know how often we'd be f***ing each other? It would be incredible. Because I, I, I have the male mind. Yeah. So you get two males in the room that are interested in sex together. And then changing it up. And then say, be careful. It's like, well, we'll do that tomorrow. Come on. Yeah, come on. We know each other backwards and forwards. Look, if, if I could take over, if my brain lived inside her body, first off, I would leave you. I'd go, I know I could do better. <laughs> <laughs> But let's just say I'm there for the night, and I'm like, oh, I got to make this work. We'd be, we'd be pigs. <laughs> Next day, I'm out. If I was a woman, I'd be standing at the airport just with a sign that says, I'll take you to my house. I'd be a whore. <laughs> you didn't Free. Say, I'm no, freaky, ridiculous. I'm Freaky Friday woman. I'm, 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 I've been Freaky Friday with a guy's brain. Watch out now. That's why it's always dangerous when you meet that girl with a guy's brain. That's something about Mary yeah. thing. I love yeah. ESPN and sex, and I'm like, uh-oh. uh-oh. She's got a guy's brain, which means I'm going to have fun with her for about three weeks. And then uh, Katie barred the door because she's going to go crazy because half of that girl stuff's going to still come up. Girl guy brain doesn't work. Your sign grifting on the freeway would be uh, homeless, don't need food, yeah. money, just <laughs> sex. I just want to get boned. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> I will eat you. I'm starving. So, oh, I'd be a whore. Should have said maybe. But bottom line, you don't want the. Uh, yeah, you can't have that. So you got a girl who's hanging around those parties. But the gay guy, like Michael and Troy's pool parties, are hilarious. And some of those younger ones that run around, it's fair game. And then all they're thinking about is like, I want to get on. And so I'm like in the pool with them. Like right now, if Michael and Troy invited me over for one of their parties, I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know monkeypox thing going on. <laughs> Somebody you invite over is gonna have the lesion. 98.7. So you just tell gay guys, hey, dudes, I know. I wish I, I wish I could be in your world, but my brain doesn't work that way. I was born heterosexual. Be careful. Take it easy. If you're, and that goes for everybody out there just having 
crazy amounts of unprotected wild sex, you're going to catch something. And now monkeypox is a thing. So tell the people who are most susceptible, 99 1.3% of the population outside of that has it. Don't lick a scab for a TikTok challenge. Don't touch anybody who's like, I don't think it's infected. I'm putting it in. Find Just a leave. Clean one and stick with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, find one lesion-free. Get one of those uh, jeweler's eyes and eyeball that thing for a second. Yeah. Just be careful taking a ride in the chocolate LeBaron. You'll be all right. <laughs> yes. And the article uh, that I read said condoms provide a modicum of safety. Like, yeah, to rashes and holes in someone's body. So this kind of goes back to your vaginas in the wild Gross. segment. We do kind of need to go vaginas in the wild if you're examining for monkeypox then. No, 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 because it's a sexual setting. I'm talking vaginas in the wild where you're just sitting at, oh, just at lunch and somebody okay. goes, gotcha. and there's gotcha. like, okay. I don't want to see it. Just, right. it, don't, it can't just, it can't be a jack be in the box. It's natural habitat. Yeah, it can't be a jack in the box because okay. it, it just, it, it, it pops out and you're, oh, Jesus, you're I didn't expect that. You're a spider yeah. monkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the, uh. in Japan where those monkeys are stealing babies. That's what a vagina in the wild is. Here we go. You don't you're, expect it and you don't want it. You ready for know-it-all guy? Here we go. Hey, morons. Okay. They have to declare it a public health emergency so they can get the funding to study oh, sure. and treat the disease. It's not to scare you feeble-minded no, idiots. No, it is, too. The news Remember is. AIDS? Yeah. That was only a disease for the gays, too. No, the news is designed to scare you. I'm not talking about the uh, actual health thing. The news is designed to tell you you're at risk. That's They're running a corporate, a, a moron. And media, I understand how that works. And you might be a medical supervisor. Medical people are always trying to discover how to get rid of things before it becomes all over the place. But when, they t- when, the, when the health industry is saying, here are the three things to look for, lesions on buttholes, I'm out no matter what. I don't care about monkeypox at that point at all. Lesions on buttholes is a deal breaker for me. I'm not going to step two if I see a lesion on a butthole. If I see a lesion on my own butthole, I'm, I'm escaping that room. John, read further on that list. You get monkeypox from uh, Africa elbow and half-eaten apples. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really, I'm, this is what I'm worried about. Pressure under the eyes. He's a little overweight. <laughs> got that thing on his elbow. you got to get a skateboard pad on that elbow now. <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. Do like Allen Iverson. Just wear one of those compression sleeves on one arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But lesions on buttholes are my, That is where I am out. No matter what. I'm not even diagnosing. I don't care. I know to stay away from that. I was raised right. Butthole lesions. My parents sat me down at a very early age and said, look, there's a few things you need to look for in life. Clean buttholes? Like a butthole without lesions. (laughs) Good job. Okay. John, I don't want to rain on your parade, but you would end up Freaky Friday pregnant. You would skip all all the before and you'd just zap into that body. But then I'd zap back to me and be like, ah, I got her pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Like if Lisa was pregnant at the end, they're like, I did that. (laughs) And now I'm back in my body, and she's got to deal with it. And by the way, it's illegal. <laughs> it's yours. you got to keep it. <laughs> yeah, I would be a horrible girl. So asking them, asking people to be responsible sexually, that's a waste of time. But just understand that the one responsibility you should always have, even if you're all horned up, butthole lesions are pretty much a deal breaker. For every, should be for everyone. I don't care how gross you actually are. But you can't stop what's you can't stop what's coming. The <laughs> world is tough on people. It ain't all waiting on you. That's vanity. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? It's seven thirty-four. After that butthole lesion chat, I hope you're taking your kids to school because I might have taught them a lesson this morning. Not school. Not in care. We have a good yeah. good weekend. What's that guy talking about, pups? Oh, are they off to San Antonio? Yep. 
Oh, they're wow. leaving? This, they, One day of school she's and she gets school to pop? Jeez. Third Brad. day of school. Brady. Pop you pop is this. being played. She, does she do the taxes in the house, too? Is she in total charge of your home? Next year. Man, oh, man. Best 14-year-old birthday present ever. Yep. That is a great present, and you don't get to go. Yeah, and uh, she'll remember this one for a long time. You seem really <laughs> she, she gets nothing there. next year. <laughs> she gets nothing next year. For the next couple of years. For- not buying it. Really peace with it. You're right. <laughs> She's going to get a birthday present next month. Like there's going to be con- every month should represent something. Daddy, I want to make another trip. I'm thinking Ibiza. <laughs> okay. Fifteen Ibiza. What do you think, Daddy? Tiesto is a DJ in there. I'm going to go over there and take a look just for the weekend, so it's extra expensive for the flight. Okay. And that'll be my sweet fifteen, which nobody else has. Okay. Although I do find it uh, kind of odd that a 14-year-old's dying to go to San Antonio for Comic-Con. Just dying to go to Comic-Con, right? What did the bill didn't what, matter the Comic-Con, location? It all, you know. What did it, Ronnie likes that, too. She wants to go. So it's her present, but too. I, you know, what's funny is I think, uh, I don't know, there's other people that might have a kid, but Kirby you know, saying, people have I don't want to miss <laughs> that feel this way. There Correct. might be another person the with kids a kid that, that feel this way. That right. she uh, like, I don't want to miss the third day of school. Like for a trip. Oh, see, she's and then I'm like, you. why did I? I'd ball up my fist at that point. There, there might be a swing coming. She's playing she's like, you. Nah, oh my god, I don't I want to go to San Antonio, but at third you know day of school, I'm gonna not go to San Antonio. I got a good school thing going here. I want to keep the hat trick of days served alive, old man. And she's getting a uh, little bit of the guilt from friends. Like, I can't believe you're doing that. Third Why? day of school. Missing school for a I'm day? I'm like, let me tell you. That's Ask me about my third day of uh, freshman year yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah. Ask me about a trip that I had. My, I know every one of them that I had. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that that's better. Yeah. Like, not going. Something that you'll remember a, for yeah. a long period of time. But by missing that one day is not going to throw this, you uh, off. What does set you back? What are we looking at? Twelve hundred bucks? Yeah, that was about right. Wow, it's a good present that you have no part of. Said and done. It'll be yeah, seven grand go? by the time. Oh Sunday yeah, rolls look, around. they're not done. He buying. wasn't invited. Yeah. Right? He, he wasn't, wasn't invited. invited. Mommy, what do you, mean and, you weren't invited. Mommy, now go. You we paid for it. it. You I invite yourself. I, no, I didn't want to go. Bull crap. You'd have loved to have gone. Lies. I, I'd be good for about two hours at Comic Con. Yeah, but you'd love to have been part of the experience of Kirby's 14th birthday that you're footing the bill for. The food, the, no, I the thought Mexican this would be food good, uh, in San Antonio. Weekend. That's what you thought. <laughs> so the whole weekend, it is going to cost you like seven grand because you're going to golf the whole time. <laughs> one day. That's going to cost you. You're doing more than one. Maybe two. You're getting, you're getting both days in. Probably today, tomorrow, and Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> Plus, he's going to be wearing the Oculus the entire yeah, time, yeah, too. Oh, my God. It's going to be the beat dome. It's going to go on <laughs> Daddy, what happened to my Oculus? Oh, poor, those poor fish. They're just going to be. I don't have fish. I got to. Oh, I don't care. Where I'm going to get caught. The closest lake. The canals. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> poor fish. <laughs> Little mermaid on a loop in a bitch barn. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, what's on the board? We're All right. Brought to you by the Wake Up Songs, obviously brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. 10% off e-mountain bikes right now. $25 off their e-bike rentals. And uh, if you're just trying to get back and forth to school, work, whatever, they got the 15% off commuter e-bikes. Which are great. So, yeah. So, check it out uh, online, actionrideshop.com. 
Josh and the boys will take care Commuter of Commuter bikes can go up to 27 miles an hour. Yeah, it's crazy. It's and you can put like racks and baskets and everything yeah. else. You can oh. carry all your stuff on it. So, so good. Uh, the the list is uh, pretty Brittany Griner heavy. Okay. Aerosmith, dude, looks like a lady. Oh, Tool, prison sex. Low hanging. Hell yeah, I don't care anymore because he's sick of hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cold, stupid girl. That's pretty good. Freak like me from Hailstorm. Uh, light to torch, body count on the list. Uh, Danko <laughs> Jones, pretty reckless. I still, th- I, you know what, I think stupid girl works. Because I haven't heard that for a while. Cold, stupid girl. Right. Go with that, just for Britney and have that, uh, that be our wake up song this morning. Oh, great. I've got like six emails just popped up and all the subjects say butthole lesions. <laughs> yeah. He's got just pictures of Sylvester Stallone's face when he sees something awful. <laughs> what is it? You know, it's a butthole lesions. I got to get out of here. I mean, do like Brady did. Brady was with a lady once who told him, you know, I have to let you know I've got a, I've had a, a in the past, I tested for a STD. And Brady's like, all right. And then pulled his pants up. <laughs> this is over. Sit by the fire and we'll enjoy some pineapple until the sun comes up, but I'm not touching it. Trying not to act like that, that was a deal breaker. But you did. It was. Your mind is just, that's over. You <clears throat> deal broke. Yeah. And she knew it. She didn't sit back and go, wow, well, he handled that perfectly. Exactly what I expected. I'm not sure. Well, I don't. I'm not sure if she knew that or not. Of course Until she did. A year later. Brady, when a woman tells you, I have an STD, it means we were going to have and sex. We're, if we're you're in a missionary okay, position. Yeah, if you're okay with this, you can keep going. If you're not. <laughs> no, I just want to snuggle. It's my duty to tell you about my booty. <laughs> and when you pulled your pants back up, you said, oh, wow, you're a filthy, dirty ashtray whore. <laughs> in her head. Because then you stopped everything. So you may have thought that went really yeah, no, well. It I know. didn't. Yeah. Her brain was devastated by it, and you didn't do it. You had ever, That reason she told you is because she wanted to give you the option at that point. You chose to harm her psyche for the rest of her life. And you were right. John Pimpler, mosquito bike on Dua Lipa's fine ass with monkeypox going no. around. Hard pass or no, tag that ass? Hard pass. If Dua Lipa and I are in a room together, say, I love you so much. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. We're going to have the best night ever. And she pulled her pants down. and like, what's that? Oh, lesion. We're done here, Dua. <laughs> I'm moving on to Doja Cat. You look great, but the lesions are a deal breaker. By the way, if I have a lesion on my stuff... I'm avoiding sex with any... I'm not going to present it. No one's going to know. No one will know, except for the medical professional, and that's a maybe. I am not going to go to the bars going, well, I've got these lesions, but I am horny. Uh, One outweighs the other. Not a good night to cut one out of the herd. (laughs) Uh, No. Be decent like Brady's human ashtray and tell the person... Now, you know, and tons of people have an STD and they have to reveal that and it's usually harmless or there's no outbreak, but it is the person's option to say, I'm not going to do that with you. You weren't wrong, but she knew the second you stopped and got soft that she was disgusting to you and you guys had to make the most of that night with light cuddling and a couple of smooches and then I'm sure there was a pretzel or two involved. It's nice. Let's go back over to the other side of the room and eat. I'll feed you, you feed me. Just keep those pants up. Because that toxic pit is not making another appearance. <laughs> How do you suppose you got it? Were you a hooker? 
No, stop asking about it. I'm just curious. <laughs> I wish I could have been a fly. You know what? If I was a fly on the wall in that room, or the first time anyone would have heard a fly laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the fly laughing on the wall? <laughs> first off, I'd have watched Brady pull up a pair of boxers before the deed was done. Let me just get these back on real quick so I don't catch any. It broke the news. It was like, did someone light an M80? I heard an explosion. <laughs> I have to let you know, Brady, I have an STD. Brady, where did you go? Oh, I've orbi- I'm orbiting the Earth. I've launched myself out of that room. I am now going to circle the Earth once and land in my own. How about a shower? <laughs> How about a shower, Silkwood? Do you want to hop in with me? There's a pond in the back for you. Cesspool. If I were a superhero, I think I'd be Superman. Who would you be? Well, I think maybe you'd be Miss Bumps. Bye. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, you handled it with great grace, I think. <laughs> by pulling What's your up, pants speed up. Bump? By pulling your pants up and saying, I'm going to get some Kleenex for these tears I didn't expect tonight. Uh, speed bump. <laughs> listeners are, uh, a couple of listeners are moving on, John. They want to know uh, any news on Skidgate? No, nothing yet. Are they moving on? Yeah, is, that what, is that what the listeners are doing right now? Keeping, keeping Dave on it. Now you're going to make me want to talk about it more. <laughs> it's going to get solved. Who cares? Only the one. I haven't figured it out, but it was that one day. And uh, eh, ski mask, Dom. There are all the culprits were in the area. It's going to be a cold case. I think it's a cold case. Larry's out. I don't know what that one was. And it's uh, it was light. But if it happens again, oh, it was light. Yeah, it went oh, away. So I was going to say Neanderthal. Okay, no, no, it was light. It was uh, one flush and it was gone, so it didn't bother me that much. And I was out of control of the bathroom. It's the for point a of the couple hours using. Yeah, usually I shut and lock the leaving. door. Larry goes in that room every once in a while and does sit ups on my uh, Swiss ball. And so he's like, "Please leave that unlocked." And what I'm finding is that leaving it unlocked is the risk. So I have to go back to just being diligent about shutting the door, locking it, so no one uses my bathroom. It's out of control now. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Hello, Twitter world. I just want to apologize. Okay. I was driving around. How are you guys doing, by the way? How's, how are you, Brett? I'm good. How about you? Happy National Watermelon Day. <laughs> you too. Bitch. Come on, OJ. What? You know, you know my man over there. You know what he was thinking. The last thing he wanted to see was OJ Simpson after that. Did you hey, bring some pictures I brought some photos, Brady. I heard y'all talking about uh, the Ginsu bomb down there. That You're familiar with Zawahiri. it? I know about knives. I know about them. So I brought some photos of uh, what that Ginsu bomb can do. Take a look at this. Oh, this is Zawahari. Well, no, no. That's Zawahari, isn't it? No, Let me see that. that's your wife. I, mean, I grabbed the wrong package. <laughs> Photographs. I got the pictures of Nicole. I think Zawahari is a blonde. I'm not sure. But having hearing this, you know, the news, I think maybe Nicole and Ron got hit by this missile. If you I mean, they are sliced up. Now, now, Toledo, let's not go crazy in front of... Damn! If Man, he's all over right. you. Anyway, I'm just saying, after seeing the photos of what that bomb does, and seeing Nicole and Ron laying there dead after I killed them, I think maybe they were hit by a missile. The military just had a stray missile up there 
thousand miles per hour. Vandenberg Airlines. They lose them every once in a while. They just they look. They ain't telling you when a missile's gone rogue. I mean, things run. That would be a panic. People be driving down the four hundred five in masks, <laughs> screaming to Mexico. That's just not. Look, these photos I thought were of Zohari, but I'm looking at them again. I'm pretty sure. I found the real killer, and it's that bomb missile. I'm almost They're positive. Polaroids, too. Really? Is- yeah, well, those were. That is awkward. That's hard to explain. The Polaroids, <laughs> and those on my feet. Well, that's just. I, know, I recognize the shoes. Oh, here's a selfie. I probably shouldn't have thrown that one in there. That's bad. I'm just saying, anyway. Just hearing about the bomb, it gave me a thought. Maybe. I mean, the Air Force Base is close. Something to think about, Juice. Something to think about, Brady. See, thanks for having an open mind and an open neck and an open head. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought I'd pop in. (laughs) See you, Juice. Just see (laughs) you. Hey, I hadn't even thought of that. Maybe it was a rogue missile. (laughs) What sliced up Ron and Nicole? (laughs) He should look into that. Maybe those are the real killers. He still hasn't found them. He's got some thoughts on his Twitter page about the Deshaun Watson uh, ruling. And he basically is saying, it's over. Uh, you know, they hired a lady to arbitrate this. She's a trusted uh, retired judge. And let's just, you know, that's the judgment. And the judgment is what it is. And everybody just needs to shut up because that's what happened. And now uh, the system has said it's over. So let it be. And then he goes on to say, he thinks Deshaun probably got inappropriate with the ladies. There's no question. But it's, but none of There's this. no question. Nothing, nobody's going to change their minds based on anything. And he's right. OJ's right. Court of Public Opinion has made its, you know, decision. And uh, no matter what suspension is, they don't even think it's a lot. Deshaun Watson, though, I was ta- Brett and I were talking, Brady and Brett and I were in here. The Trevor Bauer situation becomes more interesting, yeah. though, because if Deshaun Watson gets this kind of baby slap on the wrist for settling out several of these complaints, Trevor Bauer shouldn't be banned from baseball for two years because it was his girlfriend and him getting filthy and horrible. Consensual. Consenting to most of it until you couldn't. And then she got upset with him and said, well, he did some things I wasn't a fan of. You asked to be punched in the butthole. Like, we have texts of that. I don't know that any human beings ever uttered that phrase, punch me in the butthole. I'm not sure. I've never heard it. I haven't either until Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Going back to Ramsey's. Never read it. Maybe back in the day when <laughs> Punch me in the butthole. Remus and Romulus yeah, were out. Yeah, if it's on <laughs> some stone. Yeah, they're not suckling at the teat for a minute. So, they're like, you know, you punch me in the butthole, the kids are gone. I don't know what was Check going this on. this parchment we out. We are Sparta. But I don't think I've ever read it before the Trevor Bauer text, and I certainly haven't ever thought about it in any other context than a joke. And I didn't even know it was possible to ball up your fist and do that and actually make it work. But the girl wanted it. Man, that's think it'd be dangerous. Well, for the person punching you in the butt, all it is. <laughs> that's got to have a stallion ass Brady's or something. Rust butt. <laughs> Yuck. Punch you, the, pox. punch you in the butthole with some Dove soap, maybe. But <laughs> you can keep that. No, I, uh, yeah, yeah, Megan the stallion ass. Maybe you yeah, punch because you're not yeah. getting all the way in. I got to elbow deep before I even tap into the old sphincter. But Trevor Bauer is banned from baseball till 2024. No pay. Zero pay. And it isn't a suspension. It's an out-and-out ban. Yeah. Because base- and he didn't uh, settle a federal or a uh, civil case. He was never convicted or tried for anything. 
He never paid out. As far as I know, he never paid out. Deshaun's throwing money out like crazy to to get these things to go away, which, again, fine. But the NFL giving him six games in baseball, handing Trevor Bauer a two-year suspension is kind of... That's a little lopsided, don't you think? Yeah. Well, overreach or maybe under on Deshaun. Well, it's definitely... Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I just think the NFL, Deshaun Watson, everybody agreed to this arbitrator, and this arbitrator right. came up with that. Oh, I'm fine with that. I think you have to deal with it no matter what. But whether arbitrator it's or not. was based on the idea that the NFL said we want a whole season, and Deshaun's people said six to eight games. Well, and so, yeah, she looked at everything and said, well, there's not really anything pending she, now. She looked at precedent, too. Ben but, got six games. Sure. Down to, what, two or four? At four. four. But still, the precedent being set for one guy having a couple payouts yeah. versus 24, yeah. and I don't know how many actually paid out. And then you look over and the precedent for baseball is we didn't like the text he sent his girlfriend. He's out for two years. It's There isn't one. I mean, that's crazy. Punch me in the butthole. Now we know what a punch in the butt will get you. <laughs> I mean, punch me in the butthole is... That's a month off, if you ask me, no matter what. That's one, two punches in the butthole, two months. You're missing half the season. If the person didn't ask for it, I think you should suspend her from ever dating another baseball player. Punch me in the beehole. I knew a girl, I forget where, it was at an event we were at. She was a waitress, and she was dating a baseball player, minor leaguer. And I didn't know his name, and she's like, yeah. She goes, the only thing is, she's the second baseball player I've dated. And she was young. And she said, and uh, they are weird into butt stuff. I'm like, baseball? In general? Like, yeah. Like, all of them? Yeah. Like, all the girls talk about it. I'm like, no kidding. So maybe the maybe that's a baseball thing. Did you say it's a football thing, though, too? Getting punched in the butthole? Was, yeah, well, not punched in the butthole, but butt play like that. <laughs> well, I think after, like, if you're a superstar, you just get bored with everything. So you start doing weird things. But. Well, that's, you know, foot play and all that. that well, yeah. Well, that was basketball. That was good. good. That's true. He liked the feet. That got loose. Yeah, it's weird. Punch me in the butt. If I ever ask you to punch me in the butthole, I'm not going to sue you afterwards unless you're Sonny Liston or something. I'm not going to ask that Tyson Fury to do it. I I, I don't even like the idea that Trevor Bauer can throw 100 miles an hour. I don't want his right hand coming at me with with, uh, any sort of velocity. Just don't send it over in a text or in writing. You know, yeah. a list of things that you're going to do to yeah. a person. <laughs> do that in invisible ink or on, you know, the stuff that face to face gets wet and disappears. Toilet paper. Write it on toilet paper. Punch me in the butthole is probably perfect for toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of cool. This restaurant just opened up in the historic Fort Worth stockyards in, in Dallas. It's an Italian restaurant called Katrina's. No cell phones allowed. Good. Go in the restaurant, hand you a bag, bag them up, tell dinner's up, uh, over, then you then you can go back to your phone. The other thing is, it's they've gone really old school. A jacket is required, a blazer. That's... They'll provide that for you, like a restaurant used to if you didn't have one, forgot one. Is it high-end food or is it... Yeah, okay. it's a nice Italian restaurant. If it's super high-end, I'm all for... Okay, this is a nice place. Yeah. Show me a picture. I'm not going into. Yeah, they're going to match up. Don't worry, it's not redneck like a facility that's forcing casual rules on dining. I like the rule of no phones. And they there. say there's, you know, they address it pretty, pretty good when the customer forgets either they had it in their pocket or. Yeah. We have a no phone policy, yeah, and if you out. get a call, they have an old uh, landline, <laughs> and they bring it to your table. 
or they tell you you got a phone call. So somebody like would old, have to uh, call t- the restaurant. To yeah, if someone calls a restaurant, and says, "I need to talk to John." That person's a jerk. What is this? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Why in the world would anybody ever call me at a restaurant through the? If they can't get hold of my cell phone, they're like, "Well, I'm going to call where he is." He's at that Katrina's place. I still do. that's that's more disruptive than a cell phone would be. Some dude wheeling out a, a landline. Excuse me, I've got to get this call. <laughs> You're, nobody's these... that busy that they can't sit down and have a meal without getting ten or eleven calls. Somebody got all MacGyver last month in Wichita, Kansas, in a prison. Uh, they were caught smuggling drugs through a hole they'd somehow made in a reinforced plastic window. Officials weren't sure how they managed to do it. One of the inmates uh, finally told him. He says, if you uh, transfer me to another prison, I'll tell you how I did it. They uh, softened the plastic up by using hemorrhoid cream. And then (laughs) put that on there, and then he took a lighter to it. Wait a minute. And it basically... Don't tell this recipe I was to just the general say, public. Just Perryville <laughs> That's a bad is idea. Going, uh, we got jails all around yeah. us that listen. Take the hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> and you you heat up hemorrhoid cream and the window gets And then weak. he takes up. Nope, he done. takes the. Uh, Brady, that's enough. Nope, not going to let him finish this. Yeah, that's Stop. enough. Well, here's the great thing. Let him, let him yeah. go to YouTube It's and like playing it out that uh, fishy game where you catch the magnet at the carnival mm-hmm. and you try to get the uh, duck or the. Right. The guy lowers a rope. Out the window, and the dude drives by, puts the drugs up in the uh, rope, and then, and then he pulls it back, it back up. up. Nobody saw that? Yeah. One 22-year-old prison guard saw it. Yeah. But the problem is, he didn't report it. Oh. So he's in bigger trouble. So he admitted him. afterwards, oh, I haven't seen him do that. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> what an idiot. No, I saw that a whole bunch of times. Why didn't you report it? Oh, you're supposed to report when the prisoners are dropping ropes out of the side of the... I didn't know that. Not sure if not he bad. said that or he was not saying anything and someone basically ratted him. That he saw it? That he knows he's in on oh, it. Oh, he's in on it. That's yeah. different than seeing Yeah, I'm not sure. You wouldn't, re- you wouldn't he's report like, it yeah, if you I were saw in it, on it. I didn't report it. If you were in on it, you're not reporting it. That makes sense. I've got some science news. Whoa. Hello, my friends. Free Professor running. Brady Bogan here with your science news. Ski mask on time. I know. Got, what is man. going on? There is a uh, tear in the fabric of the entire space. What is going on? This this web telescope whipped these two into shape. <laughs> a study found we, we uh, recently had our shortest day on record. Hmm. June 29th was 1.59 milliseconds less than 24 hours. Uh-oh. Millisecond is one thousandth of a second. Okay. It happened because of an irregular movement in the poles called the Chandler Wobble. From friends? Yep. Or the city. We're blaming Chandler? <laughs> yeah. It's Chandler Bing Wobble. I like that better. More international. Huh. So the planet shook a little bit and we missed a millisecond? 1.59 millisecond. Wow. Researchers at Yale figured out how to reanimate dead cells in a pig. Could help organs live longer so they can be transplanted. And maybe someday we'll be able to bring somebody back to life. Frankenstein! Oh, I've saw, I, they're, they're really working on cutting pigs up and using them to help us out. But don't they understand that the longer we live, the more of us they'll be, the more their global warming climate change thing becomes a problem? We need to stop saving old people's lives. 
that is my stance for the next millennia. Give them their own planet. No, I'm not let wrong. Thanks, die. John Lake. I am not wrong. Yes, let them die. John Lake, I like it. <laughs> I am kind of the Carrie Lake of this. We have absolutely got to stop saving old people. And I'm not talking about saving them from their current illness. Pre-saving them. Science needs to quit looking into making us last longer. Just cure what we've got and quit worrying about later. Cure cancer, fix that. It'll help them live a little longer, but they're going to just die naturally. The more you give them pig hearts and extend their bodies, and like I'm 100, 114, you're just sucking up resources at that point. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a thing on a butthole. You're a lesion. You'll be poor. You're not, and you're going to be dead broke. Yeah, we're all going to be broke. And then what is it going to mean? It's going to mean that the next generation has to pump out two or three more kids to keep Social Security alive. I got this 150-year-old neighbor. I have to bring him food every now and then. Our population is... (laughs) out of dough. We're out of stuff because of it. Lake Mead's draining because there are too many people. Period. And everybody's like, there's plenty of room. Okay, fine, but there's too many of us. We don't need to hog up all the space. Stop saving old people's lives. They're meant to die. We're all meant to die. It just bumps up. Now there's communities that you have to be over 85 in order to live in them. <laughs> right, the 55 plus communities. <laughs> you know, that's like up. kids now. You're in kindergarten. 85 plus communities. Tennis, pickleball. Like they're moving around too smoothly. No one should want to be 90. If you get there, it's just like, wow. Everything moves up. Just imagine your parents, your kids yeah. are moving out at 40. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything changes. Yep. And think about it. Like, we all feel the same way I feel. There's nobody wants to say it out loud because they're scared of their own mortality. But we all know Joe Arpaio shouldn't be trying anything at 90. We yeah. all know that he's done. 90 is not an age when you, you charge somebody. I, Trump. All, like, you don't, exactly. You don't give somebody in their 80s a new task unless it's, hey, let's see if you can tie your shoes by yourself. That's it. They linger until they go. We don't try to keep them going. It's got to stop. Leave pigs alone, I say. The Jimmy Webb Telescope got a cool picture of something called the Cartwheel Galaxy. Half a billion light years away. Looks like it It does. It collided with a smaller galaxy long, long ago. Just oh. like Star Wars. But uh, it's a pretty cool picture. It's not just like Star Wars. <laughs> they should have scrolled it, the information. Yeah, this is where the Jimmy Webb Telescope should not be information in your hands. <laughs> this is Speaking of the like Jimmy Webb telescope, it's not like Star Wars at all. Did you see the one scientist that put a picture of the was it a pepperoni or something on a piece of black felt and took a picture and said, "Look at this with the Jimmy Webb thing." It looked so real, and everybody flipped out. And they're canceling him from science for being a goof. And he's like, "No, I'm a real scientist. I was just playing around." It's like we don't think that's funny because it fooled a bunch of other scientists into thinking that this new beautiful red it's a piece of prosciutto or something. I don't know what it was, but it was <laughs> all it's right, amazing. I'm in. Well, but they're kicking him out of science. This 45-year-old dude, Ralph Carpino, is facing oh, charges All right. after a delivery guy showed up with a pizza. Wow, this is really Italian. Ralph pulled a gun on him. It happened Saturday night in upstate New York. I'm making an offer. You can't refuse. This piece is free. (laughs) (laughs) The Domino's driver knocked on Ralph's door. Oh! And the response he got was a loaded clock in his face. So he left the property, called 911. Police showed up. Ralph told him he pulled the gun because he never ordered a pizza. 
Turned Especially out. from Domino's. Yeah. What yeah. are you talking you about? I ordered from Sal's down the road. Who do you think you are coming to my doorstep with a Domino? What are you, annoyed? <laughs> Better yet, it turned out someone else from his family had ordered it. Oh. oh. You're not accepting that. The family. Some Domino's guy actually had the, uh, the right address, so... Uh, Ralph was arrested. Sure. For menacing in second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in fourth degree... He's doing court later this month. Yeah, come on in. What is it? Domino's Pizza. Hang on a second. <laughs> How dare you. Come to my doorstep with that sludge. We roll our own here. Somebody order a pie. I ordered a Domino's. Sorry, Brady, you gotta go. Has anyone seen Luca? He had a bunch <laughs> of pizzas. He's in the bathroom where he'll remain. You can't order Domino's in upstate New York and then have a like a joke pizza. If I, I couldn't do that to Brett. Let's order 10 Domino's and send them to Brett. We all would eat it. Brett that, would kill the driver. <laughs> That's oh. how my uh, uh, buddy Greg got um, killed. Well, break in. Basically, they, they brought a girl brings a pizza to the door saying, Oh, home invasion. Home invasion. Yeah. Oh, wow. Got pistol whipped. They tied him to his chair and went through the house. And Brett says, still better than eating some sort of chain pizza. <laughs> I'd rather get pistol whipped and tied down than I would before I'd eat any of those chain pies. Pineapple? I can't believe you're a human being. <laughs> Multiple rounds. You call yourself man? <laughs> he shot himself 38 times. Out of disgrace for carrying around a pineapple pie. <laughs> Which, by the way, I love. Let me just say sorry on this last story. All right. A woman in uh, Mansfield, Ohio. OH. OH. She didn't do it. For some odd reason. Um, her name's Suzanne Farinick, and she's a Bigfoot enthusiast. For years, she's claimed she saw him walk across a road back in 2013. In Mansfield, Ohio? Mansfield, Mansfield is between Columbus and Cleveland. Okay. And uh, my uncle was a wildlife park ranger in that area. Never once for 30 didn't years. Bigfoot? Didn't see Bigfoot. I'm just... But she has audio of what she thinks is a Sasquatch. Okay. Uh, it's the, not even, now, hold it, on. It's not even worthwhile to... It's a coyote. I'm just calling it right now. But a spoiler. Well, she has only audio of a dog howling, and she thinks it's a Bigfoot, and it's yeah. proof. She's gone public with it. Yeah, my call. It's a alpha male coyote. But what makes it an alpha male? A little deeper. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No kidding. You can. And do, they can. You know, pitch of coyote howl. Sometimes. No kidding. That's creepy, almost. Why? The yellow ones are really. Uh, the well, I know the young really ones really high pitched. Yeah, 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 that. But yeah, I don't know the difference between a female and an alpha coyote. I it's, want to put uh, you to the test on that. That sounds like braggadocia for no reason. He's looking for some poon, right? So you know the sound a coyote makes when he looks for poon. Yeah. Which is the same Johnny Depp does. His Quaalude one of. Oh. I'm impressed, Brady. I would like to know. The difference between male and female howls that you seem to think you can... From what I'm hearing, John. You think it's 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 an alpha. precision ears. Not just a man, not just a boy. He's an alpha. He's running a pack. Here we go. 
Sounds like a Bigfoot to me. That's it? And it had... All right. Spectacular. The recordings are just like the uh, photographs. Yeah. You've only got one good ear, and you know the difference between a boy and a girl. That's hound. about a 80-pound <laughs> alpha male. I'm impressed. I'm looking at you different now. I, I just got eye surgery, so you look different anyway. I liked you yesterday better. But now that you're all clear, and it's weird. That phrase. I liked you better. I liked you better yesterday before I got my eyes fixed. <laughs> Today, not so much. Today, different. You look different to me. Let's get to some radio videos. I want to line up a bunch of coyotes and have Brady gender check all of them by sound. <laughs> I think that's just lying. I think he's just made that up. Female. There is no way. Two cups. You can tell the difference. Two pups. And not only that, you kind of gave him a rank. Yeah, he's an alpha. Like he's not one of the subordinate coyotes that's running around. Yeah, it's my brother. He's the alpha. Good Alpha sign, usually so- solo. Huh? Usually solo are the uh, males. The coyotes? Yeah. All right. You sure about that? If they're uh, together, know. that means they're they don't, you know, they don't, the they don't females do packs? And, the, and the pups. They don't how? Males uh, can be solo, yeah. <laughs> can be or are? They are. Oh. And also not. Are you There's one that I see uh, every week. Uh, every time I play a talking stick, yeah, it runs number around. three hole. He, now are there because I see him running in packs of two through my hood all the time. They're are those just up. two they're girls. Up, oh, yeah. it's a girl and a boy. That's Tinder. Oh, is it? Okay, that's Coyote Tinder. Yeah, in John's neighborhood. I don't think. Okay, that's I think Brady is nope, let him having go, an John. episode. Let him go. You know more about coyotes than you do about what goes on in your own house. K Ninder. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Kirby was there. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. I was but too, what I do know? Too busy, busy differentiating <laughs> the sounds of coyote howls by sex and rank and size. You're weird. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. All right, it is uh, that man's 59th birthday today, James Hetfield, 5'9". That's pretty impressive, Metallica. And I figured, what a better way to pay tribute to James than with a little Metallica Jeopardy. And I think we're ready to go with that right there. you got the music all ready and loaded. And, all right, here we go. And go. And there it is. And go. And there Here we go. <laughs> it's time for Metallica Jeopardy. It would be cool if we had a guitar version of this, but it would probably be really annoying. Uh, here's how it works today. You will buzz in by singing uh, your favorite Metallica song title. Okay. So I don't know what that would be for you, Brett. Uh, and Justice for All, yeah! <laughs> all right, uh, Brady. Master of Puppets, I'm pulling your strings! All right, that's how you buzz in. All I want the callers to do is say, yeah! That's it. And that's how we'll know if you're right or wrong. I'll say, yeah! You must answer in the form of a question as well. Is it blah, blah, blah? Yeah, yeah. Has to end with yeah. I hope this doesn't turn into what's your name. <laughs> it might. Well, we've had some trouble with our we've listeners had that lately, lately. So, yeah, it's not been good. Let's go to the phones and see uh, who we've got there to start it off. Rick is on line one. Rick, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How do you say, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, there you go. That's better. Now, I'm going to ask you again. Rick, are you there? Yeah. That's better. Now, Rick, you understand how Jeopardy works. We uh, have the categories. You pick one, you're up against Brady and Brett. Uh, I'm going to give you the categories now, and you will get to choose. Category number one, The Unforgiven. 
I give clues. You tell me the person that should be forgiven. Uh, number two, simply James. James is in the answer somewhere. Uh, uh, category three, for whom the bell tolls. Uh, bell is involved in that. Uh, category four is one. Lyrics from songs uh, with one in the title. And also, uh, finally, a uh, final category, sad but true. Just terribly sad facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Uh, Rick, go ahead. Yeah. A category. Sad but true. All right. You want sad but true. All right. Buzz in with your uh, your your buzzers. Uh, most kids learn this sad but true fact on December 26th <laughs> around age nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, Brett. What is Santa Claus is not real. Yeah. That's one. Brett ah, controls. Go ahead, Brett. Uh, let's, let's, uh, I think that was a tie. <laughs> no, I think Brett got you. It was yeah, barely, Brett though. Yeah, uh, Let's stick in that category. Sad but true. Number two. Uh, this Chinese beast eats its second born of a litter because it only wants one. Yeah. Go ahead, Rick. I'm going to say a dragon. <laughs> dragon. Komodo dragon. A dragon. A Komodo, Komodo dragon. dragon. No. Nope, incorrect. Also not in the form of a question. That's true. That's, you didn't answer. Oh, Any, shoot. Anything? Brady? Brett? Anything? Uh... Yeah. No, I go ahead. <laughs> uh, what is a panda? A panda is correct. Oh, Goodbye, Rick. Great job. Brett just bounced Rick with a question Great designed job. solely for Brady. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I could have sworn he was going to be in there. Wow. All right. Walter is online, too. Walter, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, Walter. All right, Walter. Uh, categories are the Unforgiven, James, For Whom the Bell Tolls, One, and Sad But True. Which one do you want? Yeah, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. I'll give you clues. You tell me the person that should be forgiven. Empire, Subway, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, Walter's in. Who? Jared. Jared is No, Jared Jared should never be forgiven. So not in the form of a question. Brady? Master! Brady. Juicy Smollett. Who is Juicy Smollett? Juicy Smollett is correct. That is one. Brady, you have control. Go ahead. Let's stay with that category. All right. Genders, wizards, beasts. Yeah. Go ahead, Walter. Who? Oh, you're so close. No. Harry Potter's not real, just like dragons. Also, not in the form of a question. (laughs) Not in the form of a question. You got to get that part, Walter. Anybody? Genders, wizards, beasts. Person should be forgiven. Person. Nothing? Nah, I don't know. Brady? Nothing. It's gotta be some twink. It ain't my bitch! Yeah, uh, Toledo? J.K. Ra- Who is J.K. J.K. Rowling? is uh, correct. That's right. Uh, All right. Brady, you're still in control of the board. Go ahead. Let's try a new one. Um, yeah. Give me the. Uh, what's the last category? Well, they're sad but true. One. For whom Let's the Let's go one. Time. One. All right. I'll read the lyric. You tell me the band that sang the song. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> what does that have? Walter? Walter, go ahead. Justin Bieber? No, incorrect. Not understanding Jeopardy. No, he still doesn't answer in the form of a question. Uh, and oh, Justice for all. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Who is Salt and Pepper? Incorrect. They do do that. Though. Ooh, baby, baby. They do do. They do that a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ooh, baby, baby. One is in the title of the song. That's the category. Ready? Would you like last chance? Master! Go ahead. 
Who is Britney Spears? Britney Spears is right. Walter's out. Hit me, baby, one more time. Well done. All right, Chuck is on the line. Chuck, are you there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Randy Macho Man Hetfield. I like it. All right, Chuck. Uh, just for that, I'm going to let you choose the category. Uh, the Unforgiven, James, for whom the bell tolls, one and sad but true. Let's do sad but true. Sad but true. All right. In Japan, there is a massive population of men known as hikikomori. Hikikomori, which are just men who refuse to leave this. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. What is the sauna? (laughs) (laughs) No, the sauna is incorrect. Great answer, though. And Justice for all. Go ahead. Uh, What is their parents' home? That's exactly right. Hikikomori, they'll stay in their bedrooms at their parents' house the whole time. Brett, you've got control. Although Uh, sauna... Uh, excellent answer. <laughs> let's uh, let's go with James. All right, we're going Change with James. I'll give you the uh, James is in the answer somewhere. I'm giving you the clue. Uh, Martin Luther King. Oh, I've got searching. Brady. <laughs> Who is James Earl Ray? That's exactly right. Brady has control of the board. James oh, again. Does that get rid of no Chuck's? No. Chuck's done. Yeah, Chuck's, oh, yeah, Chuck's done. Oh. Sorry, Chuck. Last chance. For the uh, David is your you're the last hope for Hetfield uh, Metallica Jeopardy. Are you there, David? Yeah. All right, David. I'm going to let you choose the category: sad but true, unforgiven, James, for whom the bell tolls, or one. For whom the bell tolls. For whom the bell tolls. Bell is somewhere involved in the answer. All right. All right. This one's married to Dax Shepard. Yeah. Search Brett. Who is Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell is correct. That's one. Well done. That guy's still answering. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's very happy. All right. Uh, You control it, Brett. What do you got? Uh, Let's go one. One. I've got chills. They're multiplying. Searching. What is uh, Greece? Incorrect. What is Olivia Newton-John? Incorrect, David. Brett, you're the last hope. I've got chills. They're multiplying. One is in the title. Goddamn Bruce song. Song. Goddamn Toledo, save him. It's a goddamn you're Grease the, song. What is You're the One That I Want? Oh, you're the oh, one that I want. I knew it was a Grease song. Yeah, it was from the movie Grease, but it wasn't Grease. All right. Uh, Brett, you still have control. I think, uh, right? Let's stick with one. All right. One again. Uh... Uh, two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. <laughs> Search it! <laughs> Brady? What is one? <laughs> is the loneliest I'm looking, number. I'm looking for the, the artist there. Oh, yeah! Go ahead. Who are Three Dog Night? Three Dog Night is correct. the title on the last yeah, one. Yeah, I know. And this one you didn't. Different category. Gotta listen. Hey, here's a new title. Go... Myself. I had to write these in two minutes. I mixed them up. <laughs> I didn't see you doing anything other than thumbing through your phone order for lunch. <laughs> no, just the host gets touchy. The host gets touchy when the contestants start popping. I was writing lyrics. <laughs> what for? You writing a song? Different Metallica song. Oh, oh, for yourself. Yeah. I see what you're up to. <laughs> All right, David, you get one more chance here. We got to give somebody something. All right. Which category you want? Unforgiven, sad but true. James, uh, for whom the bell tolls are one. Let's go uh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. All right. Mandalorian, Nazis, the UFC. 
You should be forgiven. Yeah. Go ahead, oh, David. What is... Oh, my God. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> nope. And we shouldn't forgive him. That'll do it, David. Thank you for that. All right. Unforgiven right, and Adolf Hitler, never to be mentioned nope. again. Same sentence. Enjoy nope. your Kerry Lake vote. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, what was that? What was that? What a Wow, dig. what a cuck-lib move he throws at the end of that. <laughs> Brady, do you have the answer for that? I do. I'm blanking her. I can't remember her name. Nazi UFC. Search him! Yeah. Who is Gina Carano? Gina Carano is correct. There you go. All right, let's battle it out between the two of you since nobody is worthy after that unforgiven Hitler answer. <laughs> Sad but true fact, uh... We, uh, unforgiven James for whom the bell tolls or one now, one is closed we got all those Good oh James. no we have one more for one you're gonna go with James alright James uh, smoke and porn star of the 90s and early 2000s Sir James Brady who is Jesse James uh, incorrect although decent answer yeah yeah she's more current uh, go ahead who is Jenna James Jenna Jameson is correct nicely done Brett you own it uh, let's go one. We'll close that one out. All right, close out with one. Uh, is it getting better, or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now that you have someone to blame? Is it getting better? Do you feel the one. same? Give me, we can, yeah. I'll tell you this. Is, the name of the song is one. We're looking for the artist on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> That's... Uh, who is Creed? Incorrect. Brady? Toledo will let you buzz in on this. Trying to remember it. Is it getting better, or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now that you have someone to blame? Time is up. That is you two's ah, one. Oh, yeah. One is closed. All right. For whom the bell tolls, James, unforgiven or sad but true? Uh, let's go James. James again. James, James. Cocaine was a hell of a drug for this super freak. Search it! <laughs> Who is Rick James, bitch? Rick James is correct. Uh, Where would you like to go, Brady? There's one more James. There is. You yeah, that one? take it. I'm your father. I am your father. <laughs> I know. The last name's blanking me now. Christ. It ain't my bitch. Go ahead, Toledo. Who is James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones is correct. Well done. I didn't want to say James Earl Ray. I was, <laughs> yeah, you were just locked in on that. So I was like, no, I'm not going that route. MLK answer still banging around in your head there. All right, uh, Toledo, you've got For Whom the Bell Tolls, Unforgiven or Sad But True. Bell, Who the Bell uh, Tolls. Right, for Whom the Bell Tolls. Uh, we'll try this one. Heffron. Master of Puppets. Brady. What is Bell's palsy? That's right. Bell's palsy is correct. Well done. Brady, where'd you like to go? For whom the bell tolls. All right. She's cracked. Oh, it ain't my bitch. Brady, or uh, Toledo. What is the Liberty Bell? Liberty Bell is correct. Well done. Where would you like? One more. Come on. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, For whom the bell tolls. uh, Let's go bell. All right, the bell. bell. Uh, Currently banging Chris Rock. Not that famous. I just read this the other day, too. It's all over TMZ and everything else right now. Not that famous. Currently banging Chris Rock. The word Bell is in it, so you got half the answer. You just got to come up with the first one. It's Search one. it! Brady, go ahead. Jada Peek and Bell? <laughs> no, not Jada Pinky Bell. <laughs> the, the word that you need to go with Bell is where Donger put Grandpa's car. 
yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Brett? Who is Lake? Lake Bell is correct. <laughs> right. Big Lake. <laughs> All right. I'm getting close to the clues. All right. Sad but true is the final one. Ready? Yeah. It's the last question on the board. In one NFL season, 3,000 of these must die. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What are cows? Cows are correct for just okay. a football. Pigskin. Oh. And not to mention how many burgers are going out the door. How many cows die for an NFL game? It's ridiculous. For the, for the season. It's amazing. Well, there you go. Well done, boys. Happy birthday to James Hetfield. Yeah, yeah. We're sorry that Hitler was once an answer in the Unforgiven category. <laughs> you know, we're still a rough on him. He should be unforgiven. Come on, guys. Forgive and I forget. I guess he should what remain. He should remain unforgiven. unforgiven. Yeah, I guess yeah, that that's makes sense. Sorry. I'll give him that He's one. right in it. He kind of did the thing. We should forgive, forget, but unforgiven Hitler. Hitler's never going to be an answer to anything, really. Never. Eh, probably not. No, I, I'll throw him in there every once in a while. Not the jovial games. A sad but true fact, maybe. Six million of these were his fault. <laughs> it's 9-11. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, uh, there you go. It's Hetfield's. Metallica Jeffrey. Happy birthday, James. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Kevin Spacey has to pay... A uh, million rubles. 30 million. Whoa. To the uh, producers of West Wing. The money that they lost. Not West, West Wing. Wing. I was going to say he wasn't even in it. There. How mad is West no, Wing? Well, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. A canceled show for fifteen. Yeah, sue Kevin Spacey. I've had it with. Him. They, he owes Lab they're going to get something. You're yeah. going to get something. He owes Wallace House and Ladmo fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. He's going to get Wallace and Ladmo a check. <laughs> Every show that's ever been on now wants a piece of Kevin Spacey. What happened? Has. Yeah. Pay him. So yeah. So the show he was on. House but, of Cards. Yeah. House of cards. But how in the world would a court say that he owes them because? He had already done everything bad 30 years prior to the House of Cards. So it, the fact that he got caught during filming isn't his fault. And they, uh, you know, saw, they agreed with uh, HBO saying yeah. they lost revenue because he was out. But of the, they fired him. In other news, Bill yeah. Cosby owes the producers of The Cosby Show. <laughs> right. For, for all the royalty. For, for roofing people yeah. in 1827. <laughs> right. Back in the late 19th century With when the Bill cigarette started. girl delivering yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> At Flip Show. <laughs> you see, this guy's going to put you to sleep and then I'm going to do my business. <laughs> That's the, the new one. You should have Bill Cosby come on stage. Incorporate that. Are you guys all asleep? You see, it's time for me to come on stage now. Who wants my pudding pop? Who would want the pudding pop in the mouth right now, sleepy people? According to uh, this study on what kind of music your dog likes, yeah. when you have your dog in your car, right? generally they prefer reggae and soft rock. Not my dog. They did a bunch of songs. <laughs> You're raising them right. That's why. <laughs> How Deep Is Your Love, BG's is number one. That's good stuff. No what Woman, No Cry. Oh, that's a good song. The BG's are good, Flip. No, Come on. The BG's are good. The only good BG. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your wish twice. There's only one left. Yeah, they're down to one. <laughs> the only good BG is a dead BG. Turn the station, honey. 
The Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. <laughs> that is a great T-shirt that has no merit in 2022. <laughs> the only good BG is a dead BG. He's still mad. <laughs> it's been 45 years. I would God wear that T-shirt. I would. I would definitely wear that T-shirt. Why do you hate the BG so much? Ah! <laughs> if you don't know, twink. They list the, these songs that it irritates dogs. Black Dog, Led Zeppelin. Back in yeah, black. This, is, this is a dumb study. It is. Study. Go with Yacht Rock. And yeah. Just turn the radio on. They don't know or care. I don't even mind Yacht Rock. I don't mind it. But I love like, it. But in between like the songs, they go, you know, I love you. So oh, on the satellite thing? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was clever at first. I didn't know they were going to go with it the entire time. I didn't time. think it was clever after the fir- yeah. literally after the first time. I liked it because I thought it was just a weekend thing. We're like, oh, they're playing into the rich people the actually time. on yachts listening to this. And now it's non. Now it's five years in. You're like, guys, this was a gimmick, and you're running it like every day. But I love the music. Christopher Cross pops up. I'm turning it up. MTV killed his career. He is not uh, a he's an ugly man. He, <laughs> he, looks a like, he looks like a Colin Robinson, the energy <laughs> vampire from something we do in the shadows. You got to watch TV more. The other uh, plain moment, if you were on the Hawaiian Airlines. You had a chance. Jason Momoa handed you a bottle of his water. He he dressed up as a flight attendant, Ooh. and uh, flew back and took the uh, the cart down the aisles and handed out his his water. That is Sexy an aluminum uh, bottles, basically, because the deal behind his deal is it since it's aluminum, it says plastic. Right. He doesn't want plastic water bottles. Every aluminum. bottle you buy from Jason Momoa's water company. Saves uh, three million plastic bottles from the ocean a Each year. Each bottle, a year. Each bottle is every three bottle nice. three million. So that no, nice. it's one one bottle plastic huh? per bottle that you purchase. It'll save a plastic bottle. Oh, it's one for one. Yeah. What's this three million thing? It'll it adds up to three million plastic bottles a year. Huh? Brady, none of what you're saying is making sense. I'm lost. That's what they've removed so far. Uh, three million. They've recycled three million plastic bottles from the ocean this year. So because far. of Jason Momoa, yes, because of his program that I just now heard about. Yeah, that water's been around so much that this is how easy it is to clean these bottles up. The Mananalu water. I think he's well, having he's, a stroke. Yeah, I think he is. Mananalu. <laughs> well, somebody donates some Mananalu so or whatever on. for yeah. Operation Each hydration. bottle removes a bottle from the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is working for me. We're on a mission to end single-use plastic. For sure. every bottle sold, Means we they remove don't have... one plastic bottle from the ocean. We've removed three million plastic right. bottles from the ocean. You here. understand what they're saying is they're not going to have new plastic bottles go in the ocean. They're not having, for every bottle sold, the guy's not pulling a bottle out. The plastic that's, saving that's one from currently going in the ocean, the ocean yeah. is oh. still there. Yeah, now we got it. You got it, right, Brad? Yeah. You've been yeah. through a lot this morning. Bring He-Man back. We're done. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. That was really hard. <laughs> no way. That oh, was, it was. <laughs> no. Thank Sorry, you. I didn't realize that that was. <laughs> we had a uh, celebrity death. We did? Yeah. Why isn't Fallon involved in this? I didn't know we had one. Hang on a second. Jimmy, let me, Jimmy uh, let me get Jimmy's here. music ready here. Hang Jimmy on. did not. Even Jimmy I, didn't I know about this one. Brady's holding out on us. I didn't know. I wasn't sure because I didn't know. If, uh, you know, I figured he's not here. He might not know the guy. Oh, we, I don't know. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's bring him Just in. We summoned him. him. Jimmy. Yeah, we said his name three yeah. times. He shows up. 
It's like Bloody Mary. Oh my god, can we have a minute for Mrs. McGuire? What happened? Oh my god. Do you know what the only thing more fake than Manti Teo's girlfriend is? What's that? My false enthusiasm on the show password. You guys should watch that. It's amazing. It's awesome. I'm so excited about words. Okay, okay, so I found out just, just seconds ago. Celebrity death. You guys remember the movie In the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood? Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Awesome. So incredible. Do you remember uh, Air Force One with Harrison Ford and the plane is present? Another yeah. good movie. Best thing ever. I can't believe how good that movie was. Oh my god, you're it's unbelievable. Air? Who's one? Got it! Oh my god, Who played Password? Remember the movie A Perfect Storm with George Clooney? God. Marky Mark? I remember that. Marky Mark was in there. Oh my god, Marky Mark was in there. This is a great movie. It should have won all the Academy Awards. I think it did. Outbreak, remember that? Oh yeah. We all lived it a couple years ago. There was a movie with Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo and a monkey. I don't know if you're allowed to even say that. The director of all those movies, Wolfgang Peterson's dead. Okay, see you guys. One, one last password. Okay, oh, you're gonna play, okay. Okay, I can't believe you're gonna play password with me. Okay, okay. Justin? Uh, Justin. Uh, my God, there's so many choices. Are you a good friend of Justin? Okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. Are you ready for me? Ready. Timberlake, you got it! We gotta work! Oh my God, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to the world! Ah, oh, I'm so worn out from so Password. Long, Jimmy. You gotta see my show. It's so phony. It's disgusting. It'll make you throw up. <laughs> You're late. Wolfgang Peterson directed some great movies. He did he slipped through? I didn't know he was dead. Thanks, Jimmy. Air oh. Force One. A perf- the Perfect Storm is a great movie. Have you ever seen that, Brad? I've never seen that. No. That's one with George Clooney, Marky Mark. It's about some. It's a true story. About uh, Gloucester fishermen. I think they're Gloucester, but they're up there in there. They are Gloucester. They're up there. Uh, you know, the most dangerous job in the world, evidently, is fishing up there in the And the freak northeast. thing that happened, the perfect yeah, storm. perfect storm. Three storms combined at once over the top of them. And uh, it's wow. a, it's really good. Is Wahlberg typical Wahlberg, though? Holy cow, look at the clouds. That's all you hear. Yeah. What are we going to do about all these clouds? I don't know, the bees. <laughs> but it's uh, it's good. And I didn't even know Wolfgang Peterson did that one. In the Line of Fire is a good one, too. Oh, that's, that's a great one. Clint Eastwood yeah. and John Malkovich, right? Yeah. I like that one too. Real life values of famous movie and TV houses, according to Zillow. Okay. Wayne Manor and the nineteen oh, sixties Batman. Twenty million. That was fourteen point yeah. nine million. Oh, good Fresh Prince of Bel Air's mansion. Oh, that's got in Bel Air. I know where that is. That's got to be about twenty three. Ten point six. Million. Oh, it's more than that. Go up and check Bel Air and Zillow. That's a pretty good. Low, the, the low. Full if, house if you can house. get the Bel Air house for ten million, go get it. The Full House crib in San Six Francisco. Mil. Oh no, up on Knob Hill. I think it's got to be about twelve. Five point four. No kidding. Nice guess, Brett. Knob Hill is usually crazy. The Brady Bunch house. I think that one went for like two five, but they remodeled it. They remodeled it. Yeah, two or three. Four point five. The bad thing about the Brady Bunch house is it butts up against the one hundred and one and the L A River basin. So right oh, behind really? it so is a bad yeah. location. Uh, it's in a great yeah. spot. It's just what's behind it kind of oh, stinks. Nothing. No, it's just there. That. It's just the it's the LA River where they yeah. film the chase scenes in every movie it's ever. Like oh, living yeah, yeah. on the canal yeah. in the yeah, kind of houses, Gre- but except for it's and, everywhere. Grease yeah. Lightning and uh, the the race and yeah. then Blue Heat, Thunder was there too. Blue Thunder, Terminator Two, yeah. and then you got it's right there. It's, it's how about the Three's Company apartment in Malibu. Were they in Malibu? No, they were in San Diego, weren't they? No, they were in Malibu because the Regal Beagle was in Malibu. Oh, because they were at the San Diego Zoo during the credits. During and all the that credits, stuff, yeah. they went there, but okay. I don't know why, but they were. I know they were in Road Trip. LA. Yeah. Uh, 
how much would it sell for? Yeah. And surprise me. Yeah, like six hundred grand. Four point three million. Oh, okay, it must be better than I thought. And the Ropers was better because it was even bigger. Two bedroom, one bath. That's not right. The Dexter apartment. I never watched that. Yeah, two hundred fifty-seven thousand. Roseanne's house was the uh, least expensive. Two hundred and ten thousand in Indiana. Where were they? I don't even know where Roseanne was. was. I thought it was Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple hundred thousand. Your boy Raymond's house was seven hundred eighteen thousand. From everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Lanford, Illinois. Lanford, Illinois. That's one of the I states. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, we're I all done. What Sopranos house went for? Ooh, I've looked that up on Zillow too. I think that was worth about three or four. It's a nice place. Oh, wow. But you're up in the woods in New Jersey. Yeah. So you're you're removed a little. It might have gone up since I don't know. Since the housing bump. Doug Hopkins would know. We should have played that with Doug Hopkins. Oh yeah. How much are these TV houses worth? Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Dolphin Puss. That's exactly what Toledo just handed me on the computer. Brady, isolated Brady's. Dolphin Puss. That's it. Oh, I didn't turn you on there, Mo. How are you? I've done that to you before. Oh, right. Welcome, Mo. Once or twice. Lack of turning you on is uh, notorious for it. <laughs> Look at Mo, everybody. She's got a thing in her nose. I do. It's a big V. It is. It's like a big... Hey. Did you have your nose pierced before? Uh, Yeah, I've had it pierced. It's just oh, a different jewelry. I haven't noticed that. It really shines. Like It catches well, all the light. It's brand new. It's God cleaned. It. it doesn't have boogers all over it. So uh, did the, these phones? Did they like, dump it? I saved. I got one, but then well, grab the other, the other one. one. Yeah, we'll turn your mic off and grab all the right. other one. You just keep working. <laughs> you keep doing <laughs> what you do, and we'll figure this out. What as do you we do with the along. phones, man? Yeah, it is something is wrong with them. They, they, Lake Mead collars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing about nothing. Brett just hangs up on him. Can I play the squares? I don't know. Can you click? So if you want to play, I think we got Shinedown tickets today. Yes. Uh, and that'll work out perfect. We get two what? girls. That'll work. I don't know how that happened, but we got it's an all-female Friday is what we're For the Tour de France. Oh, that's right. That's right. The beautiful Tour de France. These two girls are laying in the middle of the road, just uh, nothing to do, lost their focus, and they want to play the square. So we'll do Jennifer and the other girl. We'll do two squares. Here is your hostess of your Guadalupe squares, making me quite nervous right now. She acts like she's lost focus. It's Mo Bergeron, everyone. Mo. Oh, thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, we've got COVID survivor Joe Biden's. Oh, God. I'm going to put on a mask. I'm scared. Oh, my God. You sound great, Chancellor. Hey, come on, Jack. We're all good. Oh, God. Oh. I'm a little nervous right Was now. Was that dust? <clears throat> Six no, feet. mummy dust. Six. Oh. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, mummy dust. All good, man. Yeah? Bill back better. Bill Biden back better. How's you it? are back. I'm back. Barely. How's, uh, how's the cancer? Yes, the cancer's gone. I lost that last week. The best part about not having COVID is I can smell girls' hair again. <laughs> oh, oh. You said hair, right? Yeah. Okay. I like to sneak up on them, you know, and... Give a big fat whiff from behind. And How's Mo's? Go masturbate. <laughs> How's Mo's hair? It's all juicy right now. Sorry. Like taco and p- poverty. <laughs> I thought you were going to say papaya. Papaya poverty. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Your hair is pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. How's everybody doing with inflation? It's great. Oh, yeah, horrible. Yeah. 
Not good. It's the yeah, best inflation ever. Yeah. Right. Well, two more years and I'll either be dead or gone. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm fine. <sighs> okay. How's your vice president? <clears throat> don't worry about it. I'm going to hang around long enough not to put you through it. Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to stay alive for Brett. Yes. <laughs> Thank Brett, God. Brett never wanted me in office more <laughs> until I put That's Kamala true. in second place. Oh, God. Nobody wants Kamala on there. Her pronouns are she and her. And blue suits. And holy, <laughs> I can't believe she's in second. Oh, I got to stay healthy. I got monkeypox. No, that's not good. Well, How'd you get that? when you're a Democrat, <laughs> you're a Democrat, you got to be tight with the gays. That's true. And I went the extra mile. Oh, no. <clears throat> you went in real tight with that oh, one. Oh, yeah, it was tight. I didn't realize how much. Oh, God. I got a new hip now. <laughs> All right. And All right, Jack. In the top middle square, we've got Sly Stallone oh, yeah. for oh, his yeah. brother, Frank's yeah, birthday. My brother, you know, I'm my brother's birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah. All little, right. You're my brother's son. You know, you got to play my brother's tunes, you know. You got Frankie's out. There it is right there. Okay. That for staying alive. You guys know that before Frank was, uh, I was going to sing this myself, you know? Yo! 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 Get back in the band, whatever. <laughs> Get to the <laughs> They said I was, you know, pretty close. Yeah, it's good. For me. Well, you know, then they say, you know, why won't we let Frank do it? You know, <laughs> you know, they got Bert Young without a Rock, you, know, you can't sing. You don't want to do that. Hey, old Polly, I can sing if I want to sing. You know, I'm a pretty decent singer, but you know, my brother's probably a little better than me. You bupkis. That would be a good idea, you know, the celebrity voice. Or the uh, mass singer. I believe the children are Ooh, uh, no, maybe not. No? No. Hey, you know, I gave it a try. Kind of sounds you like Andrew Sounds good, Rob. Right? Right? Bell's palsy. What are you going to do? <laughs> All right. In the uh, top right square, we've got the Steve Kahn school bus. A little scared about this one. <laughs> oh, no. You're not. <laughs> you're not trying <laughs> <laughs> to the party bus. Are you studying? <laughs> Kyler's studying. <laughs> We're, 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 we're making we're making Kyler we're making Kyler Murray we're making him read. Oh no! It's hard. He's having a hard time. What is he reading? Hush, little baby, don't say a word. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury singing him to sleep. It's adorable. He's got to rock Kyler to sleep. It's in his contract that every night the beard sings him to sleep. And then I was reading Go Dog Go, and oh no! Party bus is here. Kyler, wake up. Put your iPad down. Fireball! <laughs> I'm a studying, man. That's right. We only, we only make a study for four hours a week and then we're on a party. <laughs> oh, that's too much. All right, Kyler, get in the beard's pocket. I'm going to go shove you into most of Scottsdale. Let's get this done. I don't need no, I don't need no time on no iPad studying. I'm a natural. Can I be most of Scottsdale? No? Okay, I guess not. In the left middle square, we've got Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Oh, no. Sorry, Larry just handed me an email. Uh Quick interruption to the squares. 
Dear John, your Jewishness is showing. Jews are truly disgusting subhumans. Signed, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) And Larry got it. Somehow it was coming to me, and then Larry got it. Sorry. You say you don't believe. (laughs) You don't believe in psychics and life coaches. Make him some bagels, Larry. Make him some bagels. You know, it's inappropriate. Jerry Jones here. Inappropriate to use language like that, like Jews and midgets and dagos, whatever the hell you are, Brown Town. Why are you saying all of them? Because I'm I'm learning. Because if you say them all, you can't get I had a learning lesson this week when I said the word midget in a press conference, and everybody made me apologize. I didn't realize those little people were that upset. And so, Kyler Murray, I apologize (laughs) from the bottom of my heart for saying the word midget earlier this week. That's all right, man. You looking for a quarterback? No, we've got a full-grown man at quarterback in Dallas named Dak Prescott. And I do believe we're going to go to the Super Bowl with him. He's a dark one, but they're all right, so long as they get you victories. Okay. I like them. I like them. Black, brown, yellow, green. Maybe not the Jews so much, not as talented an athlete. Okay. Okay. Don't have a lot of those on the team. We've got a lot in the accounting department, I'll tell you that. And we've done very well. Cowboys worth over $6 billion. Thanks to the Jews. Uh, <laughs> Was it you that wrote that letter? Yes, they're disgusting subhumans. I thought I'd let God everyone know it. that. No, Matthew. I'm just saying. I just read it, and then of course midgets are a close second. But I don't even consider them human, let alone sub. That's mean. Yeah, you're tiny. Uh, little. You're a tiny little Mexican. I'm half a human. You're like a jumping bean. <laughs> I am. I like you. Now go get me some chips. Okay, on my way. All right, in the middle square. Oh, gosh. Perverted fish rapist. Dolphin Puss. Dolphin Puss. Brady. That's who I am. What are you Dolphin doing? Puss. Brady. Dolphin Puss. Brady. Dolphin Puss. Brady. You're like the deep on the boys now. I am. Oh, oh man. Was that the hottest sex scene no, in the history was... of film? No. What when are you the, doing? When the deep started pussing that octopus. <laughs> man, I love that. Now, a lot of people don't remember that. Years ago, my beautiful wife, Ronnie, caught me jerking off in front of the fish tank. What? Fact. What? And uh, then it was revealed that I was a a big fan of the old... Dolphin Puss. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Gotta take it to the gills. Oh, God, please. That's no. my favorite part oh. about um, fish, BJ's, is that when you're done, it fires out their sides. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, I thought you'd be excited for the blowholes, but I guess oh, I not. I like those. Oh, yeah? You know what I like? Placastomus. <laughs> I think you're saying that right. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, no gag the reflex. That? They got no gag reflex and they <laughs> jam up against the side of a piece of glass. <laughs> That's what I like. Placastomous puss. Dolphin puss. And all other types of underwater sea puss. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm an octopus, man. <laughs> it's gross, isn't it? Because it's believable. It's all those tentacles. Oh, yeah. Suction cups. I like the old trigger fish. Oh. Yeah, they're from Niger. Well, it's hard oh, to say. Okay, okay, no, okay. that's true. No. <laughs> what it says. Fact. That's true. You can't write those two words down and hand it to Brett Vessel. No. Laughing for a half an hour. Niger trigger. Dude loses it. Just turn off his mic. Dude loses it. He's crying right now. He does. Dude loses it. <laughs> Yeah. Dolphin puss. All right. All right. I don't think I'll ever get over that. 69. No, the only 69 you'll do. That's right. Oh, no. And it's slippery. So where does your mouth go? 
Whoa. Good question. <laughs> Dorsal. <laughs> I just look for that weird line of poop like off a of goldfish. Oh, no. oh. Don't suck that. That's not no, a No, I aim an inch higher. Okay. Okay. That's a lot. I hit something. <laughs> Everything tastes the same. Got to be it, huh? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Hey, look, if I close my eyes, it's the same as when I'm doing it with Ronnie. Starkist Tuna wants a word. Smells like goldfish and poo to me. Oh, God. Did <laughs> oh, ah, somebody say goldfish? No. Not that kind of goldfish. Kyler, these are the real ones, not the ones you eat. <laughs> I thought it was Snapchat. Oh, All right, in the, in the middle right square uh, for his birthday, we have Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right, it's my birthday this week. I was here last week fighting you on other were? people. I was this week, so confused. I'm here hoping that this cake, Bill Gassy? 75, 75, Dang. six years removed from 69. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's right. 75 years old. I feel greater and better than I've ever felt in my life. Gonna do a new movie. Oh no! Yeah, that's right. Called the Expendables Five, where we go through old folks' homes and just get rid of the people in hospice one at a time. You're taking up too much space. I need room for you. What are you hanging on for? Open the door. Let these people have this room. Oh, Take away the air, Cohagen. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna shoot them all into Mars. You know, put them on the thing. You like that one? You like the Cohagen joke? Yeah, give them the airway, take it away. I see what they did there. You pull their oxygen tubes. Oh, We're going to have another movie after that. It's called The Dependables. <laughs> That's a good one, Brady. Write that down. The Dependables with me. You, Sylvester, you're here. Hey, oh, you know, I'd be in The Dependables too if you want me in there. Jason Statham, me, Dav Lundgren. We're all in underpants that catch our feces. <laughs> kind of like the Carl Weathers would be in it. He'll be the black guy. <laughs> A role he was born to play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. In the bottom left square, we got Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. How are you doing? I'm a 69. I'm a lead singer <laughs> oh. of a rock and roll oh, band. Fly oh. by night away from here. Just living, my life again. Living in the limelight, the universe sea. The universal sea. That's dream. For those who wish to be. Universal sea. Dolphin puss. In the bottom middle square, we've got Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Oh, no, I don't know what's going on out there. Uh, I don't know what's worried. happening. We're worried. Everybody in our Goodfellas is dying. No. We lost Sorvino. We lost them all. I'm going to be in the Dependables movie. Oh, You're going to no. need to. <laughs> I'm in the Dependables movie right now. Maybe that could be the movie they're trying to save you. What the f*** going on with a cast of Goodfellas? Oh, I don't know. Brett! Get on it! Joe, I'm on it. I'm on it. I tell you, we're getting close. Brett it's should probably be last time. You. We're 80 years old. I don't know. I think this might be the end. I, <laughs> oops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Easy, Bobby. We're in a new Italian movie. Easy, Bobby. Called The Early Bird <laughs> Sopranos. Oh, We're going to have ourselves oh, a terrible dad joke. I don't know if I would have done that one. <laughs> We're going to be eating Italian wedding soup. It's going to be good. Good. I like soup. I can digest that very easily. Digest the soup. It goes right into the drawers. And they're absorbent. That's right. We absorb our own feces while we talk to you. You don't even know I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Oh, gosh. I'm dropping a big old case of minestrone off right now. I was now. wondering what that was. <laughs> oh, it's potent. And it shoots through so fast, I think you could bowl it and serve it. Uh, it's minestrone going in. It's the same coming out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this feces smells great. 
Oh. oh, okay. Because it just shoots through the guy. Yeah, We're yeah. 80. Yeah, no, we no, no. It. Happy birthday, Tony Sirico. I wish you could have been here. <laughs> All right, in the, bottom, in, in the bottom right square, we got our Lord and Savior, Chipper. Yeah. What's up, Chip? Yeah. I just got back from Seattle. Yeah. What's yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I got a country station I run up there now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I roll. Did you get those assless chaps? I got assless chaps. Yeah, you're wearing them now, actually. Yeah, take down. a gander at this. That's 74 years of beauty back there. Wow. Still wear something for chaps the front. Were assless. Yeah. I got friends in low places. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you and Frank Stallone should do a, like a duet together sometime. I have a request for the second week in a row. To sing Show Me Your Fish. <laughs> okay. But I'm not going to do it because Brady gets hard. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm into it, I can it, do it. Dolphin Trip, plus. I can go through it. <laughs> oh, Show me your fish. I'll give it to Brady. <laughs> Look out, fish. All right, on with the game. Two girls are on the line. Yeah, this is a rarity. We got uh, Jennifer and Genevieve. Oh, good. They have oh. similar names, too. Yeah, this will, Mo will not. Mo is going to crash harder and worse yep. than the girls in the Tour de France. Genevieve, are you there? I'm here. Uh, Jennifer, are you there? I'm here. All right. Off we go. Jennifer, you're first. That's fine. I'll just go uh, non-alphabetically. <laughs> Jennifer, go ahead. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. I she, heard she went Jones. straight to Jerry Jones. I heard. Are you a full-grown person or are you one of those uh, hey, don't ab- say it. abhorrent midget people that are so angry at me right now? It's not the word. Jennifer, how tall are I, you? I'm five foot eight. Five foot eight is a full-grown woman, Brady. She's like an Amazon. Sure is. It's not even a full-grown Brady. He's not even five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's laying down. Brady's fun size. Brady is fun size, like Kyler Murray, like midgets. Midgets are fun size. They're like tiny Snickers. Okay. It does. <laughs> like the candy, right? You said Snickers. Yeah. Snickers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not right. everything I, I say like, is oh, horrible. Brett laughed oh, all right. Yeah, Brett laughed too hard at that. Yeah. Made everybody think that I okay. said something terrible. We all got worried. Yeah. You're Fun ready? size, like a, like, a, like a little baby almond joy. <laughs> okay. Except for those got coconut in it. It's like eating hair. <laughs> all right. You ready for your question? All right. Okay. Robert yeah. Frost coined the term dwarf in 1930. True or false? Robert Frost, the great poet and author. You know him? I do know him well. I was went to school with Robert Frost. <laughs> of course, of course you did. <laughs> He's a big fan of Dallas Cowboys. Big fan. Them Cowboys are going to be all right. Robert Frost. I forgot the question. He coined the word homosexual. No, the term dwarf oh. in 1930. Is it true or false? It's uh, a little known fact that he also coined the term Choco Taco, which I'm sure you're familiar with. <laughs> Love it. Uh, it. Robert Frost originally was an ice cream man. Choco <laughs> Invented the Taco Taco and then realized he had a pretty flowery pen in his hand and wrote some beautiful words, including the word dwarf. Okay. Also came up with Dago and Spick. Yeah, I don't think he did those. No, I, don't think I don't think so. Fact. Those are two that were less flowery in some of his works, but he did them both. Okay. And also, he just wrote me an email that said that Jews are subhuman. Wow. Wow. We get them all around here. God. I'll say it's true. He, he coined the word dwarf. Jennifer, do you agree or disagree? You should probably agree with me. I agree. Incorrect. It's false. Oh. J.R. Tolkien. Oh, J.R. Tolkien. I thought he came up with midget. You know him? I do. I went to school with J.R. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. You knew <laughs> that. You knew. Of course, Jennifer. You knew that. Of course. Genevieve. Square. Oh, yes. <laughs> I believe it's a rare. I'll have um, Brady. 
Middle square. All right. All right. You know what I want you to do this weekend, Genevieve? Wear a real tight pair of compression shorts. Hike Camelback Mountain. Come to my house, blindfold me, and take your pants off. It'll be like being in an aquarium. No, you can't say that. Don't Why? That is gonna that is gonna make me. That's gonna take me right to the dolphinarium. Oh, <laughs> it's weird. Remember when you would drive down the 101 when we had the dead dolphinarium oh, over God. there, and you just I rolled my windows down. Oh, Smell that great. dolphin, oh, dolphin. Yeah. Well, there was always John's suggestion of, of, of in the middle of a reservation somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put him in the res and you lay him out there and you just breathe it in. And I'd be the captain of that tuna boat. I'm heading right to Dolphin Puss Town. Because you know me. I'm Brady. Dolphin Puss. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh All right. Yeah. Ranch dressing and sunscreen. Oh, yeah. Sunscreen. I dip, I dip my chicken fingers in that. <laughs> they contain and your Sasmoto. <laughs> Sasmoto has ranch and then sunscreen. Oh, gosh. Rub a little on because it gets hot in there when I'm eating that chicken. All right. Ranch dress, dressing and sunscreen contain the same main ingredient, true or false? Mayonnaise. <laughs> Probably. It is. Most of ranch dressing is mayonnaise. I got to say that's not true. That's not that's true. That's got to be false. But you know what? No matter what, I still think it tastes like chicken. All right. Get me down. A dolphin puss. Inside there. <laughs> Genevieve, do you agree or disagree? Dolphin puss tastes like It's the chicken of the sea, you know. <laughs> what? I I agree. That is correct. It is true. Yeah. I hope somebody's we'll keeping track. Oh, Jennifer's next. I knew Mo would struggle with this yep. one. Right. Toledo's on it. You, well, Toledo is wrong because there's no, because two. No, she, she got it wrong. So oh, okay, okay, Jeez. okay. I can't imagine. How many times do we have to go over? Wow. Gosh, so many. The so rules many. don't change week to week. <laughs> all right, Jennifer. Go ahead, Jerry. Are you also retarded? <laughs> I know we're not supposed to say that word either, but this is tic-tac-toe, and you were struggling like we're doing Patton's uh, attack on uh, Southern Africa. I don't think he attacks Southern Africa. <laughs> I'm about to go with Arnold for the block. There you go. Now she Now you guys. understand. Some of the ladies are following along. Okay. Some are. Yes, some are not. You put three in a room and it's very difficult for me. This peloton has blown up itself. Yeah, three girls in one room. There's only two places to lick. I know. I'm sweating already. <laughs> one, of you, one of you is left out. Daddy, can I make a baby with them? No. You can try to, but I think the only the Mexican one will take. <laughs> Probably. Genevieve, Jennifer, are either of you from down south? Because then you're very, very fertile. I've learned that from banging maids. That's what oh Conendez comes from. I bang my maid and I have a little Conendez now. I love my mommy. Now she's always down in like uh, Bolivia or wherever the hell she's from. Who cares? I just write a check and it goes and I don't hear from her. All right, go ahead. That's a good question. All I bet right. you I know the answer. <laughs> Most people fart yes. 45 to 70 times per day. 45 to 70. Most people mean Brady. Farts <laughs> are funny. Go see how can this. It's hilarious. You have a little exit valve, a little valve for That is good. To ex- escape fart sounds. It's hilarious. Of course, farts are funny. Would you ask me, farts are funny? Of course they are. <laughs> yeah. Who has ever thought they aren't? Most people fart 45 to 70 times the air, day. That seems too much. Give Cohagen the air. <laughs> <laughs> To get up there. That's how we survive on Mars. Oh my God. Go ahead. Give them the air.
Not that one, Cohagen. <laughs> you dick. Cohagen quit it. I'll tell you right now. There's nothing funnier than Total Recall jokes 40 years later. <laughs> <laughs> timely Cohagen fart funnier? jokes. No, there is nothing funnier than timely Cohagen farting jokes. Mars farts. Now that's funny. Mars farts. Mars farts is Mars funny. Mars farts is funny. Right away, like you say, the good look where the fart on Mars, what would happen? Is it like red dust that comes out? Yes. You oh, fart like, like, like somebody dragged you behind a truck in Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> Mars farts. I don't know. I don't remember what you asked me. <laughs> Most people fart 45 to 70 times per day. It could possibly be true. You'd be farting all the time. I'd say that's way too high. Way too high, sir. False? False. Jennifer, do you agree or disagree? I agree. That nice. is correct. Now I'm screwed up. Genevieve, you hanging out mo too long. I know, seriously. I'm rubbing off on you. Being stupid <laughs> is contagious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Genevieve, pick a square. Um, let's go with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. All right. Probably the last time we get picked. And one of us is going to be dead oh, soon. Don't say that. Uh, don't say that. No, 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 yeah, right now. Goodfellas no, has the COVID. The Goodfellas dying like crazy one after another. I don't feel so good, Bob. <laughs> She'll be wearing some ski masks or something. Protect herself. Ski mask. I know where she works. She's right down the hall. It's payday. So she's in, she's in uniform. <laughs> you make me pull your eye out of your skull for payday ski mask? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to stop. got something going on. I've got, I've got the stuff. You got to get away from Joe. I've got Joe. the COVIDs. You got to get away from Joe. I got the, I've got to give it to Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your question. I got monkeypox. Okay. <laughs> I know. He's got the monkeypox. Uh, we're, too, we're too close in the square. That's true. Hey, look. Joe Pesci's taller than Kyler Murray. <laughs> we got the same voice, man. <laughs> The Grand Canyon is not the deepest canyon on Earth. True or false? I think that's true. I think that's true. I think there's a deeper canyon. Her name is Christy Canyon. I used to watch her movies. I used to watch Christy oh, Canyon. It's a deep canyon. That's old school there. That's a real old one right there, wow. but we saw it. Hey, if you've seen it, you remember. Oh, yeah. So you think that's true? Christy Canyon's bigger than the Grand Canyon? I think it's feasible. I... Genevieve, do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct. I agree. X gets you know what square. Christy Canyon's nickname was? What? Wait, big, that's O, isn't it? Big Pussy. Oh, now it's O. Oh, now it's O, Mo. God, you hate Hey, look. So now there's another block, Mo. <laughs> uh, I think Just we like... both know what's going to happen at the end of this game. Yes, Everybody's like... getting something. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time somebody gets sued over the squares. <laughs> <laughs> Have you right. ever been in a deep canyon, Mo? I don't want to be. You never forget. Uh, I mean, I've been in some canyons, but... Yo, yo, hee all right, Jennifer, you can take Slice Stallone for the block. I will do that. All right, yo, you know, I knew I'd come along eventually, right? You know, yeah. You know, Wait right. for it. My brother's birthday this weekend. Oh, here we go. You guys know I was a great singer at one point. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yo, you know, I taught Frank everything he knows. You know, I helped him write this song. Yeah. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, I don't want to embarrass 
nobody around him, but I was I was uh, Justin Guarini's backup, you know, for a little uh, sweet. You're like but when Adrian sweet. told you just yeah. to sing, <laughs> just sing, rock. Just sing, rock. You're like yeah. mildly close to Michael McDonald. So yeah, was like, we did, oh, yeah, you know, we did the uh, you know we did Rocky the musical for a little while. You know, I sang an Oscar. I remember that movie Oscar. I was singing Sang Rhinestone. Rhinestone. Okay. Come on, Rhinestone. I was uh, I don't know, singing songs like crazy. You know, I don't like singing. I can dance. I'm practically a twink. Let's get your, your question. Let's get to your question. We're moving on. He-Man was never shown committing yeah. an act of violence on M-O-T-U. As masters of, of the, the universe. universe. You should know that. But she got it as she was reading it. You know, I'm surprised she didn't just say Motu as bad as things Motu. are going. You know, Motu. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't watch a lot of He-Man, you know. I lived it. You you know? I didn't did. have to watch. It was my life. So, it's a biopic. Uh, yeah. Cringer was a mighty battle cat, you know. Who was Skeletor in your life? Skeletor was, of course, that was, you know, a myriad of different, you know, opponents, you know. Opponents. Castle Sky Skull, you know, we'd go up there. Sly. Sly Skull, sorry. <laughs> hey, you know, I'd go up there, you know. I'd go, you know. Probably uh, Lady Cancer was a pretty big battle that my wife went through. You know, Adrian died of the Lady Bit Cancer. Uh, Womb was polluted. Here I am in Rhinestone. Oh, Country? Yeah, that's oh, country. Man. We play that. It's Seattle's, that Seattle's best country. You play Sly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just did that movie so I could see Dolly Parton's cans in person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Brady, just when I said cans, I meant her boobs. I don't want to look at your phone no more. <laughs> I, I got to say that that's probably true. That's true. You know, I don't remember. He meant wasn't a violent man. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, that he never. Yeah, you know, violent a violent guy. You know, he never. He never did. He never committed an act of violence. He's saying you know? it's true. Do you kind agree or a, disagree? Kind of a pussy. <laughs> I agree. That is correct. All right. well, the game is never going to end. <laughs> it's never going to end. Just hook everybody up. Next one wins. Yes. Or we can end it. <laughs> everybody gets a prize. Sly says we're ending it. I think Mo's head's going to explode if My we have another hurts. XRO. <laughs> All right, well, the ladies, will, everybody gets something. Yeah, it's for the Tour de France, man. That's right. It's because the ladies have conquered the Tour de France in such a way that only ladies can. You know what? The Tour de France has always been boring to me because of all the upright riding. And uh, now that the ladies are involved and these big piles of bikes happen, I think it's fantastic. It was like a bomb went off. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. First ever Lady Tour de France went off without a hitch today, if you don't count the fact that everyone crashed into each other. <laughs> Over half. <laughs> oh, I got to see this. Big yeah, but- pile of bikes on the straightest <laughs> road you've ever seen. Just takes one person to mess it up for everybody. Wait until they get into the uh, the French Alps. Not going to happen. They're falling off the edge of that. <laughs> Gravity's going to kick the bejesus There may be two bikes thing. left oh, by that time. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. This might be the first girl sport that's better than guy sport since tennis. Because this is bad. I mean, volleyball. Oh, another one has flown off the edge of the mountain. This is horrifying. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're all done. You guys are uh, well they done, keep Mo. keep following each other yeah. off the <laughs> One right after the other. It's the blind leading the blind as they just shoot off the side of the beautiful Champs-Élysées. <laughs> I want to watch it, though. I want to watch all these ladies do that.
<laughs> uh, we're done. Bingo this weekend, Mo? No, surprisingly uh, not. Anything going on? Uh, enjoying my AC finally. Yeah, you got your newacunit.com. Ooh, Saved your ass, right? Seriously. Gosh, yeah. saved me a ton of money, too. Yep. No joke. How much did you save total? Because you and I were uh, Just a little over 1000 Okay, so when yeah. it was all said and done, because you would have all installed. And they were going to take new. way longer at another place. Yeah. Whereas, like, great. yeah. I yeah, did have to wait two weeks, but it's still. Yeah, because you just told excited. me initially your first quote was like, ridiculous it you're was like, um, you're gonna save three grand on this easy well yeah, yeah. but then you had to get everything done yeah especially yeah. if you're doing a financial thing it ended up being double of what what uh. it is cash i'm like come on uh. come on you went come to on. the you went to the right place i went to the right person to direct me to the right that's place. me that's you nice job mo even other radio He's stations got a guy. <laughs> even other radio stations listen to us <laughs> When it comes down to being able to trust them. Don't trust other radio personalities' endorsements. They're just in it for the money. Mo said so. We do it because we believe in what we talk about. You guys do it because you have to. Not necessary. Fact. Not necessarily. Fact. I was like, he's got friends. Maybe he's got a hookup. Nope. And I didn't hook you up and you still got a deal. I know. Seriously. I just told. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Newacunit.com. Saved Mo. Shout out. Thank you. Now her house doesn't smell like dolphin puss. So much. Dolphin puss. Yeah, I know you're asking to come over, Brady. Not today or probably ever yeah. now that you're mentioning this. Yeah. Come on. Unless she brings the Sasmoto over, then maybe I might reconsider. Your girlfriend's dark, so she's got the dark dolphin puss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the dark meat. Oh, uh, Sam's. <laughs> I bet. We got More something flavor. in common. Ooh. I don't know, something wrapped in barbecue, probably. Uh, oh, gosh, I'm speaking your language. I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm... <laughs> it's a nice, juicy brisket. I'm hard as one of those trigger fishes. Oh, no, no. Those lionfish? Ah, my spears are out. Uh. Bonefish. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. All right, get out of here. We're done. Mo's not playing bingo. Anybody going anywhere? No. 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 Oh, good. We're all clear for the weekend. That's it. All right. That's it. We'll see you in August, I guess. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, Monday's August already, if you can believe that. Uh, we're done. Have a great day. And despite them being subhuman, be nice to Larry. He comes up next. And you He's one of them. He's a day them now. <laughs> I don't know why that email to me ended up in Larry's folder, but that's hilarious. Way to start your morning. I can't believe it didn't go to me. Yeah, Larry, right. <laughs> Larry opens his door, puts his briefcase down. Let's check emails real quick. Okay. You're a Jew and you're a subhuman. <laughs> what else? Can I have your lunch sack? Uh, we're done. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday right here the morning sickness. So Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yeah.